0: Welcome back to Point Blank. This is John Carcosa, Along with me, joining us from the West Coast, some would call it the best coast. Mo Youssef. Coming in from the hills of Clarendon outside Chicago.
1: Todd Sullivan.
0: Coming to us with a very tasteful Ross Brewing hat in his kitchen. Mike Zapsek. Our special guest today, former guest, returning guest, PJ Wendell of 21 Locks Brewing, an essential guy talking a few other things he's going to tell you about. Uh, what's up there pj what's up man good to be back and holding it down keeping it all together in a shared universe studio
2: 3.0 ming chen
0: ming chen what is up and uh first of all great to see all you guys it's been a week pj it's been a little bit longer than that yep. so i'm glad to have you back before we get into the crux of it I, I i just gotta give props where they're due. uh mo i don't know how you do it week in week out uh some of your predictions are just so, so, so incredibly accurate, obviously, but 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 out of left field. This one, <laughs> this one, I kind of saw you seeing this coming. And basically what I wanted to ask you about is how, how did you know? Because you just mentioned it right here on the air a week ago. Well, that even after losing Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks and Greg the legserline Zerline, you predicted – that friend of the program, Gio George, Giorgio Setti, would still pick the Rams as repeat Super Bowl champions, which, of course, is impossible since they weren't Super Bowl champions this year. But in any event, you predicted it and he said it today. I did know that was going to happen.
3: Well, I just reached down,
0: changed my, uh,
4: <laughs> my costume. <concept, laughs>
3: and, uh, yeah, it just comes natural to Superman. George has also made that same bet the last 34 years. So it was probably the easiest prediction, uh, in the world to make, you know, even, when, even when the Rams were poised to go two and 14, same prediction. You know, he's, if there's one thing that's consistent, as George said, he thinking the Rams are
0: uh, the team to beat. Now, well, he's, he's, that is a very, uh, factual statement. I, ha- I have to say, uh, much like, uh, Scott Steiner, uh, Circa 1999, I am mesmerized by the color coordination between your T-shirt and uh, and Chris. your very, very tasteful comic book men cap. I'm sure that's available from a shared universe somewhere. Mink can tell us a little bit more about that. Um, um, excellent,
5: absolutely. Excellent. excellent. Mo, Listen, Mo look, look, look. Tie, tie your jacket around your neck. Come on, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Completely <laughs> in a red jacket, right? Well,
3: if, we, if, if we've seen The Incredibles, you know, the thing is you shouldn't have a cape
0: anymore.
4: So, if you're that, from what the hell you don't
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, let's get let's get right to the crux of it. Uh we're going to take you through some breaking news before we talk uh, you know, quarantine updates. So, so the first bit uh, of breaking news, and I don't know if any of you guys saw this if you're fans, if you read the books, if you saw the David Lynch version in 1984, if you saw the Sci-Fi Network version in 2003, but then Villeneuve is a visionary filmmaker is remaking Dune. and um the first pictures have hit the internet and people are just going crazy i don't know if it's quarantine fever and anything is going to make them go crazy at this point or if it just looks that good now timothy chalamet who my daughter has mentioned at dinner no less than five times tonight just because she's apparently a huge fan and the oozy sexiness something that uh mike knows a lot about um he's (laughs) starring as paul atreides in the kyle McLaughlin role uh there was a, a really sick pick of of Josh Brolin as um as uh, as his uh, personal trainer and bodyguard uh, Gurney Halleck and Jason Momoa Aquaman Khal Drogo he's uh, he's another member of House of Trades, Duncan Idaho so I don't know if anyone has seen these pictures or if you've been looking forward to this film I certainly have the pictures dropped yesterday any feedback from anybody
2: uh, is gonna this this is the four hour version right.
0: <laughs> so, what, what, so so what Dennis said is uh Dennis Bill and West said, you know, all due respect to the David Lynch version and to the miniseries version that came out, which actually was a little bit more book authentic. He said this this cannot be done in one film. So he is taking the uh the approach they did with Stephen King's It. So he's breaking it into two movies, probably two movies of close to three hours each is what I would assume to be able to get it done. Um so uh and it looks like making you put a link there to Vanity Fair. Yep. Oh, that's the exclusive look uh with uh with the cast. Yes, Oscar Isaac is in it, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson.
1: It's I really it good it. guy there, Todd. No, Javier Bardem, you think you got in there? It's a, yeah, it's a it's a killer lineup. Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, yeah, I know
0: friend. Javier Bardem is probably playing the leader of the Fremen people. Uh I'm interested to see. I don't know this. Uh maybe the article mentioned it, maybe it doesn't who's playing the members of the Harkonnen family in the, uh, in the original, a very young sting of the police played, uh, played Fade Harkonnen, uh, Paul's arch enemy. Mike, I know you were there for the premiere, I'm sure. Um, but um, oh, hold on a second. What I'm is this? Here. We have an update from the lovely Suzanne. It's
1: breaking Sarah news. I just
0: read it. Did I just hear someone say Timothy Chalamet? Well, proving my point. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So, um, I'm guessing no one uh, maybe read these books
5: growing up. You didn't have Big Tom as a dad. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, (laughs) I tried. I got to admit, I tried to read Dune, but um, Frank Herbert, holy crap. He got paid by the word. And Jesus, I thought Tolkien was long-winded. Frank Herbert got nothing on him. Yeah, these these books are pretty, pretty
0: hefty. They make amazing doorstops. And when you say
1: when you say books, I was uh, semi-surprised to learn that there's there's a, probably what upwards of twenty five of them, thirty. Well, many many written posthumously. I think there were four written yeah, he, by Frank I, Herbert during his that's life. about
6: twenty four. Too many for me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think
1: his son took over a handful of them after he died as well. I am. Yeah, I'll names? admit, I, I have this currently sitting on my bedside table. I'm about a hundred pages in. I just oh, wow. uh, I just started. Maybe we'll get to it or finish it before the movie comes out, but uh, please hold back on all your spoilers, John.
2: Okay,
0: sure. <laughs> There'll be no 40, 50 year
5: fifty-year-old spoilers coming your all way. Right. Well, got,
2: Mike, how many pages in did you get?
5: I got about two hundred pages in, okay. and you're talking to a guy who, when I the book came out, and, and do you are you familiar with the um, when it came out, John, the book? I think it was. Uh, I want to say like sixty-eight, sixty-nine. I could be wrong. 69. It was one of my brothers gave it to me. And you're talking to a guy who got through Dianetics. All right, I read Dianetics. Wow. I learned nothing. Wow. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, are it, you more just, enlightened
4: now
0: after having read it?
5: But uh, Dune was Dune was a hard nut to crack, man. I got a yeah, a, yeah 150 pages in, and I was like, all right, I'm, I, and I never do that. I I read the crappiest novels to the end. This one
1: I just couldn't get through. I wanted maybe, to you know, the, maybe uh, I pick it up I,
0: again years later.
1: I just picked it up off Amazon. I wanted to get the hardcover because they had a really beautiful uh, hardcover for sale there. And I was worried, you know, that I wouldn't be able to carry around a thirty pound book trying mm-hmm. to read this thing or when I when I hit the plane or whatever. So I did pay for okay. that. Not, neither could your postal carrier. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to tax them right now.
6: <laughs> the only thirty-pound book I want is from the Neverending Story.
5: If that, if that, book comes out, want to be... that's more of a <laughs> pamphlet than anything.
4: <laughs>
0: but look at this. All right, Batista, Dave Batista, lately uh, playing Drax the Destroyer, and of course most famous for being in Stuber. Uh, Guys, is, I'll be
6: right back. Kid, you, you actor, got a fool PJ. upstairs. I will be back.
0: No worries. Uh, he's in it as uh, as Raban. Okay, so that that's going to answer one of my questions there. Um, I just want to say hi. It looks like Stu here. He said he's read something pretty hefty. And Nick Franco's tuned in. Hey, Nick. And uh, we just want to take a mention, Nick, a member of the extended Point Blank family. I uh, believe uh, it could be, um, um, I think it was yesterday, not today, but I think Nick just lost his mom. So, Nick, uh, our condolences go with oh, you. Yeah. And, and, and friend of the program, Peter Riario, who, of course, we hung out with at the uh, Asbury Park studio for karaoke night. I believe he also lost parent this week as well.
4: So, our sure. to go out oh to,
0: to all of you. Um, you know what also, speaking of things I wanted to mention, you know, one week ago, our opening night, uh, I'm sorry, our our Point Blank was recording on the first night of Passover. And uh, and we had a number of guests join us after they completed their Seder. And so uh, obviously uh, we wanted to wish a happy Passover, a happy Easter all those who celebrate. Uh, Of course, this year probably was a little bit different um, than than they usually used to, but thank you so much. And and speaking of Peter, it looks like he's also uh, on the air here as well. So uh, what's up there, Pete? And let's move on to our next bit of breaking news. And uh, this rumor had been out for a while, but it was kind of confirmed very nonchalantly today by Sam Raimi that uh, he is uh, you know, officially filling in for Scott Derrickson on Doctor Strange 2 and the Multiverse of Madness. This movie has been billed as the first true horror movie within the MCU universe. Uh, so that's the MCU universe universe. And um, but as well, supposed to be just really bonkers and out there tying in a whole bunch of different interpretations of, of perhaps things that we're going to be seeing on the TV series that are appearing on Disney+. Plus. Um, So immediately, without wasting any time, you know, Bruce Campbell came out and said, hey, I need to get a part in this movie, which I'm sure we're all uh, we're all looking for as well. So. um, So, and first of all, any thoughts on this? Sam Raimi, who uh, directed one of the first Marvel movies before there was an MCU with uh, with the original Spider-Man trilogy uh, back into the fold in MCU proper. Any thoughts?
5: I think it's a genius move. I think that, uh, you know, Raimi's got. You know, his finger on he's got his finger on the pulse of what scares the hell out of people, and he makes it humorous. So, and there were some dark, really dark elements in his Spider Man's. So, um, not, thought, are you talking about the part where Peter was dancing down the street in Spider Man 3? No, scary, I that was the no. scariest part for me. I was just sad, and that was not dark. Um, no, with the Doc Ock, that was you know a little um he he was a little edgy. So I, I think he's he's got a lock on this. You know, he before Spider-Man, of course, uh he did uh, the Evil Dead, trilogy, mm-hmm. Evil Dead,
0: Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. So uh so yeah, definitely looking forward to Sam Raimi coming back and,
5: and, and Darkman. Don't forget Dark Man. A lot of people who, that, that was a superhero Oh William's well, Neesons, right? Yes, and, uh, <laughs> Liam Neeson is famous. You know what? So yes. And Francis McDormand. Wow. That
0: I, have to, I did not remember. Uh, we did see Darkman in the theater, Todd, but, uh, I just oh. remember that, uh, Larry, the guy from LA law was in it as well.
5: <laughs> well uh, <laughs> I, I kept <laughs> expecting, you know, Larry Drake to come out as sort of, Hey, how exactly. you doing? What's happening? Now, um,
0: uh, last bit of breaking news. Okay. Uh, we, we, Apparently uh, the JSA getting a lot of play. We talked about them two weeks ago on the program where The Rock had, uh, you know, announced he was doing the Black Adam movie and some script scenes leaked and you saw the Justice Society of America was there. Uh, this week, a trailer dropped for, um, for the Girl series upcoming on CW and uh, a lot of JSA action in the trailer. Uh, both there's apparently an original JSA and it looks like she's constructing a modern day version of the JSA. Uh, you got to see Our Man. You got to see uh, Wildcat. You got to see uh, Star Spangled Kid, and con- confirmed that both Jay Garrick as the Flash and Alan Scott as the Green Lantern will be in it as Elder States. So, uh, so Mike, I'll start off with you, Mike. What do you think about that?
5: Excited. Uh, I might have to get back on DC, uh, the DC Universe. I let my um, I let it lapse because it was really after you watch everything. It's like, well. I'm not, I don't read my comics online. I will never read comics digitally. Not never, but I don't like reading comics digitally. It's it's well, not. We work
0: a, in a comic book store, so it makes sense. Yeah, you know? no, no.
5: exactly. So, you know, get my ass kicked uh, on that side. But um, I, I watched everything I wanted to watch. And, you know, I was like, eh, you know what? I have 87 streaming services already. I'm done.
0: In this, in this one, I think you might be in luck, though, and you might not have to subscribe, uh, because of course, if you subscribe, Ming will be able to use your password. Of okay. course. But, um, but uh, <laughs> this is a dual release; it's going to be as part of the CW lineup as well.
5: Oh, perfect! Then that works for me. I am I'm very excited, and I have a, a I have a soft spot in my heart for Stargirl, because it was Jeff Johns's first um, yeah. comic series, and he based yeah. it off of his sister who died tragically in um a a plane crash yep oh. yep you're right yeah uh,
0: the characters always meant a lot to him and uh it's always tough when you create a new character or can they catch on with an audience but uh but combination of the character's appeal and quite frankly his persistence and it's it's made it a character that's now been around believe it or not she's been in vc for almost 20 years now yeah. and uh and of course she's going to be on the air all right So, John, uh, I, got, I got a little
6: question for you shoot um, are we ever get, getting movies back? I mean, are we going to the theater again or are these theaters going to end up closing and we're going to do streaming from home now?
0: You know, it's a great question. We, we talked about it a couple of weeks back and there's been some updates since then. Just read an article that said, if movies are able to get back into the theaters by September, Disney will have a movie, a new movie releasing in the theaters every week for the rest of the year because they've delayed so many movies so far. Um, you know what? We, uh, PJ, why don't you give us your take on it first? Because we kind of talked a little bit about this. Uh, some some of us thought people are not going to be, be able to wait to get out to the movies, get out of the house and do something. But others are thinking maybe uh, there's just going to be people that are just way too cautious.
6: So AMC okay. put out the word that uh, they're more than likely not going to be able to open back up. Uh, oh, God. So that's wow. a big loss to the cinema world um but my thought is that when people are going to be able to go back out they're still going to want to be in open air a lot they're still going to want to be especially in the summertime months um not cooped up in a a cinema um you know they're going to just want to be out and about um and not sitting in a seat that maybe 20 other people that could have been sick were sitting in um i personally agree with you yeah (laughs) i don't think so i don't think it's going to come back in any strong way and I think that they're going to have to really get serious about home streaming. They're going to have to do direct to home stream.
0: You know, um, we talked a little bit about the price points, you know, figuring out what's the right price point. If studios are going to seek to go to a, you know, same day release, but in this case, it's going to be the only release It's going to be. Nick the Franco
6: home. said drive-ins and I'm actually planning on bringing a drive-in back. I'm going to take the concept and do my blow up screen and do my DJ audio and we're gonna we're gonna go to you know Jackson Township and get the parks available. We'll get people to park in their segments and social distance will still take place and uh we'll try to try to Jackson though no, not right. Lakewood though right I want to go every yeah not Lakewood. They're not getting any <laughs> oh. entertainment in that <laughs> okay
4: in
3: that you town. know some some churches actually had to drive in uh, experience as well for Easter. But I was on the opposite end of, uh, of this conversation Ooh. where I thought it was going. I think it's only a temporary issue. Yeah, I think I think that once once we get the green light to go out, there are some states that they're going to go full tilt and they're just going to um, continue on as as if this uh, this virus is gone. You know, there were there were churches that were packed mm-hmm. um, in, in quite a few states last week. And, uh, you know, you just saw what happened in Detroit where there was a huge mob of people, Yeah, uh, you know, right outside the governor's uh, office. So I and think now we have a... to
6: pay attention to see if there's going to be spikes in uh, positive tests around those areas.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
6: But I think <laughs> I think there's some people that are just, you know, so yeah, they're just going to be tunnel vision. To yeah, exactly. And,
3: and, well, but there'll be some areas like L.A. where the the uh, mayor has already said it. There won't be any large gatherings till twenty twenty one. Right. So there's no sports. There's there's uh, you know, nothing with 200 people or more. Essentially,
0: and Mel, you mentioned the uh, the protests in Michigan today against the governor for uh, putting what they're calling draconian measures, which really are not that different from all the other states here. But ironically, as part of it, they gathered together to do that. So if you had one person there with the coronavirus, they could have infected them all. PJ, I think I read an article or a link that you posted today. About a food processing
6: plant in Indiana.
0: It's, it's oh, uh, South Dakota. It's, South Dakota.
6: Yes, uh, Smith uh, Smithville. Um, what is it? Is it Smithville Bacon? Is that the name of the company? Smith. Yeah, Smithfield. Uh, Smithfield. Yeah, yeah, they're owned by a Chinese company now. As a two, they were just taking. coronavirus. T- 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 well, okay, yeah. sure. and uh, and now 430 plus employees have been diagnosed positive in the last two days. Wow. So South, South Dakota had 75 positives before this. Now they have 400 and plus. You know, I have 500. And South plus Dakota, in one of the five states, five that never put
0: any form yeah, of any a form statewide, of state-wide. Uh, 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 you know, stay-at-home order in in place. So uh, obviously, we consume a lot of bacon here at the Cakota household, too. and uh, and in, in fact, fact you've been just among the six of us. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I the say, a lot of there's, field. there's one guy here that's not going to be in any trouble and that's, <laughs> what you're used that's to. Well, all right so
1: well listen the thing, the your think. question was actually
0: a great transition yeah good but what we're going to talk about right after which is checking in on quarantine life so uh before we do our personal updates i see richard ankeny mentioned in the comments um and this is something that that would be very important to our our comic book men here do we think that diamond comic distributors so it's a Certainly a friend of Ming's, uh, the Geppy family. And uh, and Mike, um, you're an integral business partner for them. Um, You know, Todd and I worked in Marvel at a time. And I don't know if you you guys out there remember this. Uh, Mike, you you, you certainly would. There were 12 comic distributors at the time. Diamond was one of 12. Yep. Uh Uh, I actually worked. For the uh, retailer liaison, Todd worked for the distributor liaison. We were really hand in hand with these people. There was a whole bunch of them: Heroes World, and, et cetera, et cetera. Diamond, one by one, bought them all out. Now they become the monolith, supplying comics to every comic store throughout the country and throughout the world. And uh, you know, uh, they, they ceased operations temporarily. And there was some talk, Mike. Kind of you actually segued into this too, talk about how you don't have a preference for digital comics. There were some plans like, okay, can we give give the fans their digital comics every Wednesday with sort of a voucher that when print resumes, they could pick up the floppy. But uh but that that kind of died on the vine. So uh Richard did ask the question in our comments. So uh Mike, what your thoughts here?
5: I I don't know. I think that it makes you know, comic stores we're all going nuts because there's nothing we can do. You, we could have a token, you know, staff on just to fulfill orders of new comics if they were still coming out. And I know that they're not printing anything right now, but they have to have at least, I think a month, at least three weeks worth of backup. Right. So they've got three, the, the next three weeks ready to rock and roll, but boom, you know, nothing. Uh, I We can't get any comics out. Um, and you lose a lot of trust in somebody that does that to you. Yeah, You know, this is, you know, our livelihood. This is what was keeping us afloat. And where do you go from here? Yeah. You know, do you trust? Them? I mean, I have nothing personally against the uh, of, against Diamond Comics at all. We have a perfectly good working relationship with them. But this happens, you know. If, if there were three or four other, you know, um, you know, hubs that we could go to, we would have gone to them. So, yeah.
0: When you're the only show in town, it obviously is, uh, is, is much more magnified. So Ming, I am going to throw it over to you. Sure. I know you do have that, that, that good personal relationship with the geppies, right? So yes. any insight that you can give us?
2: Uh, I mean, I've not talked to them. I imagine they have their own problems to deal with right now. Uh, they're, uh, they don't have much time to get back to, uh, any questions I might have, but uh, I mean, it, it was a pretty delicate circle, I guess you might say, uh, a dom, a really crappy domino effect, where you know, no, all the comic shops closed down, so no new product going in, so they're not getting any money, and then without that money, they can't pay the people they get their product from, and uh, it's uh, it's going to take a monumental effort to get that machine started back up when we're yeah. hopefully able to get back, and the longer this goes, uh, yeah, the, the harder it's going to be, so um yeah i like uh, like mike said though we, we've always had a great relationship with them uh to the point where uh one day we get a letter in the mail uh, you know it looked like a college acceptance letter we open it up and we pull out a certificate which says uh congratulations on 20 years from your friends at diamond uh comics distributors and it was you know like a a certificate we didn't even know we forgot that we have been over for twenty years. They reminded us. I remember taking a snapshot of that, and I sent to Kevin. He was like, "Holy shit! The tw- I forgot." So, um, spoiler yeah. alert: You
0: guys are old. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you know, <laughs> little, little things like that. I mean, uh, yeah, I think they, you know, I, I, they've I, they've always been good to the storm, and I'd love to see that continue. So, mm-hmm. and I know everyone's in a tough situation right now. Well,
0: I, I think in times of crises uh innovation does come to the forefront so i don't know if digital comics are the answer to mike's uh, earlier assertion or or if this will be the thing that buries print comics for good i think it can go either way there could be some sort of innovation some entrepreneurial printing service something uh somebody pitching something to the big two you know and then image and the rest would go along with it so we'll see what happens of course it's just one of many many industries that are affected by this. I want to talk a little bit a bit, bit more, but before I thought, I want to talk to you about something. I want to get to Mo first, because both Richard Agnew and Nick Franco are mentioning in the comments, Yeah. That this is three weeks in a row, Mo, that you've got this persistent cough and the people are worried about you, our point blank oh. friends, fans, viewers, and listeners. You have to see how many <laughs> mails you get in mail call that are just directed to your health. So please elaborate, how are you doing? Meanwhile, no, I'm, Todd
6: uh, is, is sneezing in the background yeah, over there. Yes. Todd, <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I'm, uh, I'm touching. Uh, thank you uh, for for being concerned. Uh, the truth of the matter is, I haven't been able to uh, have my maid come in here and, and, and oh, clean. Boy. I have a, um, oh, my I have a dust allergy, oh, and so God. God. if I have to dust myself, I don't do as good of a job. So that's uh, that's the reason why I've been coughing.
1: That's wow. the
5: secret. Insane. That with, I mean, you have a lady come in and dust for
1: you. He never said and it was you a lady, lady, Mike.
5: Good a job. You're the one with the the respiratory problems. Holy crap. <laughs> Todd, talk to me, talk to me about how
0: quarantine life's going out there i was You've the got most nine thing children. i've
6: heard all night was my maid hasn't come to clean up after yeah me. He,
4: he gives her he gives her cashmere sweaters let's uh, uh,
1: uh, say mike you know what? he never said it was a woman no he did not I'm he said not maid, because
5: I, I would assume that his butler would do a, a more horrible job <laughs> right all right todd
0: talk to us about quarantine life out there how's it affecting you guys is it affecting work what's going on
1: now we're all good over here. I mean, I I have, as you saw, a couple sneezes going. Uh, I, I'm I, that my allergies are going nuts. The we've got a couple big trees in the backyard that are just pumping it out. And uh, I also, as you know, I'm allergic to cats and and dogs. And I have two oh, cats and nice. just got a new puppy two weeks wow, ago. That's that's so, a smart
6: thing to do. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I figured now is a good time to try to weaken my immune system and my uh-huh. respiratory system. So um, going for it. No, it's uh we're we're doing great. The the puppy is fantastic. Uh, she's a a wonderful new addition to the family. The kids go nuts for. Um, I I mean I feel guilty about. You know, I have a lot of friends obviously in in New York and in the city and that are trapped in small apartments as as we've all lived in in, in our time. And I've got a I've got a nice uh, backyard and ability to get my kids out of the house and running around. And uh, we had two inches of snow overnight. So. <sighs> Um, we had to break out the snow gear for the third se- third time this season, and my uh, my kids were out, you know, making having snowball fights and whatnot out in the snow today, which was pretty wild. It's all since melted over the course of the day, but they woke up to it like minds blown, asking if we can go skiing. <laughs> Middle <of April. laughs> not that much snow, guys. How yeah, big um, a snow
6: How big a snowballs can you make with two inches of snow?
1: You can You can get some going. I mean, it's, <laughs> my son cleared off the entire table on our deck and like packed it all yeah, up.
6: Little, little
0: tiny pebbles. All good. So good. It's actually PJ, I want, I want yeah. to flip it over to you because this is one of the things I wanted to bring on the show to talk about, in fact, is during times of crises like this, I mentioned before, innovation can bubble to the forefront, but you know what else could is a sense of cooperation and support and, um, and people pitching in and helping one another. And I know you have been involved in some just great, great initiatives during this Corona quarantine. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about that Tell us some of the things that you've been involved with and some of the things that are going on right here in the great state of New
4: Jersey.
6: Yeah, definitely. So when when, the, when this first happened and we got quarantined, uh, I pretty much knew that I could go one of two directions. I could just get really negative about it, really pissed off really fast, and just kind of sulk. And uh, I would bring down the family. I mean, the whole family would be feeding off of my energy. So instead of that, um, Chef Lou from Blend On, Maine, he decided that he was going to in Manasquan, New Jersey. Manasquan, New Jersey. He he decided I'm going to pick myself up and and start to do for others because I can't fill my my restaurant anymore. You, you know, we can't we have to social distance, we can't have people inside. So, instead of going home, taking his ball going home and getting all pissed off and just being like my my business is is screwed, he decided to make sure that we're feeding healthcare workers, we're feeding first responders, we're feeding the people that are out there that are trying to fight this virus and protect us, um, the police force, the, the the firemen, and just give them a good meal because good meals give you good morale. They just warm your, be- your belly, they, they make you feel good again, and for a little while it just gives you some camaraderie and you know maybe it gives you that feeling that people are out there thinking about you when you're, you know, really dedicating yourself to fighting this. So um, Chef Lou's army was put together kind of out of need. It was uh, basically an idea and a concept that we're going to go and get those chefs that are already back home. We're going to get them back in their kitchens making food. And then we're going to serve the food out to the the healthcare workers. And hopefully we can do it in a non-contact way where we can just drop it off. They can pick it all up. They can eat it and then they can be, you know, happy again. I mean, uh, I've, seen some, I've seen
3: some video on this, and you guys are yeah. are preparing hundreds of meals at once. I mean, this yeah, is a we, big operation.
6: Biggest day that Chef yeah. Lou himself had was 1,700 meals going out of his door.
4: Wow.
6: Uh, wow. And, th- and then in the same day, we had Big Barlow down at Bar- Big Barlow's Barbecue, and he's doing another 500 down there. And then we have another guy in, uh, you know, the central Jersey area who's doing barbecue, and he's doing a couple hundred. So some days we're pumping out 2,500 meals, and it, it's um, altogether uh, 28,700 meals so far. So
0: far, uh, sir, 28,000 meals served. Yep. Uh, amazing. So I have some follow-up questions here. Okay, yep. so yep. this came about when these restaurant owners, uh, we, we of course, we know Chef Lou from Blend On, Maine. Yes. Uh, the lovely Suzanne and I had an absolutely amazing Valentine's yeah. Day dinner there.
6: Uh, back when you could actually rumor, go to a restaurant.
0: And, and back when we could. And rumor has it that somewhere, at one Main Street in Eatontown, New Jersey, yep. there is a fifty-dollar gift card it's
2: for myself that I
0: won time. on Essential Guy Talk that yeah. was given to the custody of one Ming Chen. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's buried in my uh, in my car somewhere. I, I sure. remember the day
6: I gave it to him, and we yes. were up
2: at uh, at uh, Christopher Michael Steakhouse. Yes, I and, assure uh, you, I have it. It's somewhere in the car, so it means it's not lost. no, 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 gonna, no worries. No worries. Uh, it means you're going to get a tasty meal
0: once they open back up. So, that's right. So, now, listen, we know we've got, we've got Blend on Main down in Manusquan. You mentioned Big Barlow. Now, of course, we've yeah. all had Big Barlow's barbecue right in the studio. When he's come in for, for a couple of episodes, he did uh, Essential yeah. Guy Talk. He actually also catered the episode when Essential Guy Talk and Point Blank crossed over. Yes, and, yes uh, he did. I ate good for days there. Uh-huh. But I know that recently, he actually opened, he went from the food truck to opening his own physical location.
6: He did, yeah. So. in in in, in two months, he opened up his own location after he announced that he was going to. Um, so it was a quick turnaround. He opened up his place. He was flying food out the door. He's the most, most popular thing down there in Barnegat. And uh, when this all hit, he closed up and he went home and he was pretty pissed off about it. And Chef Lou gave him a call and yeah. said, Big Barlow, we need you. We need you back in there. Make your food. Do what you do. You make people happy with that food. So he went back in and he started uh, making food for Soch, which is a a children's hospital down in uh, South uh, Jersey. And uh, he started making food and it just lifted his own spirits again. He got really excited about it. And now recently his stepfather is sick with COVID and his uh, girlfriend's aunt just passed from oh covid um, so he he said i'm putting my family at risk every time i go out there and i i deliver food so i want to but i just can't do it right now so he's got to go back home and, and just be with the
0: family again understood my my question is this for those that are doing the meals and it looks like lovely suzanne here in the comments has the same question which yeah. is if they they were doing this because they couldn't open their restaurant so they said well, let's at least help H-
6: how are these meals getting out there Who's paying for the yeah, meal? Good, good Where's call. the food coming from? So we we are finding out that people are much more willing to separate from their own money when it's going to somebody else. That's the beauty of humanity. We're finding out that our communities are chipping in and helping one another rather than order themselves a $60 meal at night they would much oh. rather donate that 60 bucks because that's good for four meals and then Lou matches the four meals so it's really eight people getting wow. fed wow uh, yeah that's so awful. so Lou is is matching dollar for dollar so if that's he collects Paris. if he collects uh 300 meals worth of food he's donating 300 meals worth of food so it's a big expenditure for them but I think what it's doing is it's gaining them future favor. People are, yeah. say, mm-hmm. people are going to say, man, that Blend On Main was there for people when they needed it. So when I, I get a chance to return the favor, let's go out and eat at Blend On Main. Let's make sure that we order everything we want to eat and we have a good time there. And hopefully that, you know, it, it comes back around.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, your first thought is that maybe it's expired Walmart meat that would normally go to Tiger's, <laughs>
5: right? Tiger King. There's a <laughs> reference. <laughs> there's there's the, the milk of humankind kindness coming out of mouth god right. goddamn carol baskins <laughs> oh crap but the lovely suzanne does bring up a great point see ya, see ya. how can we donate to uh mm-hmm. chef Lou's cool. Army? so it's really simple you go to chef
6: it'll give you all the information that you need there there's a slider that shows you where we are in our progress of our you, our, you can our- bring that up for us So it's our, it's our promise of 50,000 meals to the healthcare workers, the elderly and to children. And right now I think we're around 28,000 meals. So we're, we're past the 50% mark. Um, We're not stopping. We're going to get to that 50. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to try for a hundred thousand. I mean, this isn't an end game. This is really just, it's out of need, but we're finding that it's touching people and, and people are really motivated and excited when they get those meals. So I've been reaching out to Frito-Lay. I've been reaching out to uh, hers company and getting big box donations of like chips and stuff that we could throw in with kids meals and we could throw in, uh, you know, with lunches and stuff. Uh, I just delivered 500 bags of chips to local smoke barbecue today to Cluck University. Local local smoke in Red Bank, New Jersey. Yes, sir. You are up here today by me. Yeah. By us. Wow. if you wanted me to, I could have waved to you from the window, but that's all yeah. that we can okay. do right now. Well, uh, but you see, you, you were able to
0: secure those donations from the Frito Lay company.
6: Yes, and and no, no bark, you know, no barking back or, or asking too many questions. They just said, "What do you need? We got you." And uh, they sent me nine display boxes, which each had about um, eighty bags of chips, and they're not the little dinky one ouncers either; three ounce, you know, bags of chips. They're really, really kind and doing really good things. Um, so we're just going to keep hitting up the different companies uh, to hopefully help out and chip in. Um, all you can do is ask. And at this point, you know, a lot of companies are seeing the value in some good favor and good image as well. So,
0: so two, two, two follow ups there. So first, just saying the site again. You know, we have people in the comments asking how they can donate. It's ChefLewsArmy.com.
6: ChefLewsArmy.com. Donation- or you can go to BlendOnMain.com, and then you can go to forward slash order. You don't have to order food. You can do an elderly donation. You can do a first responders donation, or you could donate toward the kids. Uh, every $12, Lou matches on that website. So, basically, if you put an order in for $50, bucks, he'll match you. So, it's $100 worth of meals going out. That's That's, that's amazing.
3: There's a fourth way, too. You can also get a T-shirt, which, of course... Yeah,
6: yeah. absolutely. Um, So if you want a Chef Lou's Army T-shirt or a hat or whatever... So he's done this really cool thing where social media world, we're all about our badges. We're all about our image of, you know, I'm a content provider, and I get the little check mark that gives me content provider, a little coffee, you know, cup next to my name. Top fans. Top fans, exactly. So that type of thing. So what he's done is he's made levels just like the military. And as you give more meals, you get bumped up from um, private to you know the next rank up and then the next rank up. And then once you've donated 50 meals cumulatively, you become a general and then a four-star general. And now it just gives you that feeling that you're really making an impact and you can keep doing it. Um, so it, people are finding out that on, on payday, they're separating $50 from every check and just doing it. And it, it's so much fun to see people come back time after time, every two weeks. I see the same names come through, and I'm like, "That's awesome that people are seeing the value of happening." This is
0: great. I mean, uh, PJ, I'm so glad that we brought you on and to bring more light to this. And certainly, we're going to encourage our our point blank fans, friends, viewers, and listeners to uh, to contribute going forward. But these are the kind of stories, you know, during this crisis, during this this quarantine, during this COVID and coronavirus. Fearful time of that are uplifting that show yeah, people yeah, are yeah. helping each other. What I am going to do, and I'm going to ask you, is uh, offline re- connect with Todd. Um, sure. You know, you mentioned uh, you reached out. You know, just cold cold called uh, the Frito Lay company, yeah, and they were able yeah, to hook you yeah. up with hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of bags of chips. Yeah. Todd's got uh, uh, some professional relationships uh, with companies like that. Excellent. And, and, and a few other companies as well. And uh, and maybe there's a, there's a connection and and, a, and a, something where uh, you know some more donations can be made.
6: Hundred percent. I'm, I'm I'm willing to do. See what I can do for him is not make the meals, but I'm his mouthpiece, and I basically can be out there telling what's going on. You and, can't make and, the meals,
0: but you can eat the meals. I can I'm eat right. them. <laughs> I can eat them with the best of them. I will, I
6: will eat as many meals as they give me. So. I've been just you know shouting from the rooftop do you guys have seen videos yeah um, in my group I've been uh, you know aggressively sharing every one of his captain's log every morning at seven o'clock he comes in he does he does what's called a captain's log and uh, he uh, he ends up uh, does he provide in- a star
0: date sorry I had to all right um, <laughs> so um you know we want to do, take a quick pause here before we move forward uh talk a little bit more is I did just want to take a break and talk about the beers that we're drinking this week. BJ's drinking one, I'm drinking one. Todd, can you start us off what beers have you been drinking or are you drinking right now?
1: Well, I hit this one up uh, two weeks ago, but I (laughs) felt the need today on, uh, here on April 15th, I I had an obligation to do something from Taxman Brewing. Taxman
0: Brewing? Okay, yeah. (laughs) um, For those
1: of us who who weren't around two weeks ago, I knocked down uh, one of these guys. This is Taxman is an Indiana brewer. Uh, They make some really good stuff uh, across the board, but this is a version of their Belgian quadruple. This one uh, has got a shot of coffee vanilla in there. It's called Coffee Coffee Vanilla Qualified from Taxman Brewer, and it's uh, featuring Tinker coffee, and it's it's delicious, really smooth, a little bit of caramel in there. Um, It's a it's pretty potent. It's a nine and a half percent, but yeah. I didn't do my taxes yet. Uh, I got a, I got a little bit of an. I extension think we're all grant. an extension. Is that yeah, right? I think I think <laughs> so. Uh, we'll I want my that, taxes but... back.
6: I don't want to give them any more right now. <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah>. But, <laughs> give me but some I wanted
1: back. to honor with a little, uh, little tax man brewing. So there you go.
2: Ming Chen, are you are you imbibing tonight? I am. This was a uh, a lovely gift from you from the great state of Maine from the Foundation Brewing Company. Oh wow! Uh, Tiffany,
0: I recognize that.
2: Yes, this features uh, five different kinds of hops: uh, Cascade, Citro, Columbus Ella and Mosaic, and nice. uh, yes. it is pretty amazing. Uh, designed to showcase the glorious flavor and aromatics of hops without any astringent bitterness. East or West Coast, no, this is a Maine IPA. Thank you very much. This is amazing. Uh, Beautiful. 8%, 8% ABV. Thank you very much. Mark. 8%. That's wow. why makes looking good. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. DJ, right. what
6: are you drinking, buddy? All right. So, um, I already drank one. It's uh, a good... Uh, a good friend of mine owns Bolero Snort, and um, they did a collaboration with the Rock Brothers, and it was my favorite band that they did a collaboration with. It's 311. So this one's called What The? is a hazy IPA, and I knocked that out pretty quickly. Uh, so now I'm drinking only local as much as I can right now, so I'm getting beer from Icarus. I'm getting beers from Bolero Snort. Uh, so right now I'm drinking a Pound of Feathers which is an Imperial Pilsner, which is uh, an interesting take on Pilsner. It's actually 7.1% for a Pilsner. So um, that's a fun, fun beer right there. And then in just a little bit, I'll be topping it off with a Vlad to be here, which is a 14 and a half percent. Whoa. I I only drink on Fridays during the quarantine, but since every day is Friday, I'm having a beer (laughs) every day. Uh, so I'm enjoying the beers right now. Uh, and I did want to say really quickly that Claremont Distillery is doing an amazing thing. Yep. And they yes, basically they stopped production on their liquor right now. And they are making hand sanitizer. And uh, they have uh, they sent my coochie out there to, uh, to to give me some hand sanitizer. And he met up with me today, 84 bottles while I was on the road. Uh, it's really cool because when you put it on, you smell like a bourbon rye for about... 10 seconds and then it kind of fizzles, but, um, it made me want to just chug it. It's 70% ethanol. So I don't think that'll be great for me, but, um, and Cl- Claremont is still in where are they based PJ? So they are actually right next door to magnify. If you know where magnify is, is that Fairfield, uh, New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. It's Fairfield. Um, it, they are literally right next door. Um, so they're, they're really good people and they're doing good things. So I'm going to sanitize right now. I always sanitize the beard. Well, oh man. my god and holy crap it just smells like alcohol it smells like they are distilling like uh, <laughs> actually it smells like moonshine tequila a little bit
0: well listen that, that's never a bad uh What's wrong with that if Smell i don't pulled have over a, that's
6: what i'm saying i'm saying um, it's my hand unless sanitizer, you're driving unless so. you're driving you if know then, it's then, my hand then, sanitizer
0: it's not there me. you go So, listen, we see that uh, Richard Acne says he's drinking some Wicked Weed. Nick Franco is drinking something from Hackensack Brewing Company. As for myself.
6: Another local. There you go.
0: um, I didn't go local for my first beer. Um, You know, four weeks ago, I did a Delirium Tremens on the air. Three weeks ago, I did a Delirium Nocturnum. Two weeks ago, I did a Delirium Red. And last week I did a Delirium Argentum, which was their silver anniversary ale. I pretty much exhausted the Delirium lineup at that point. I was wrong? Um, I was able to find um, uh, another one, which is Delirium Noel, Delirium Christmas beer, and um, it's uh, it's a ten percent. You know, Belgian—they call it a dark. You can see the color there. It's not that dark. It's—it's it's more
6: amber. amber. Amber caramel. Exactly.
0: Yes, and there are caramel malts in this. It is darn tasty. I mean, um, Delirium's no joke. I mean, they—they they know what they're doing. Not a surprise. You know, the Belgians know how to make beer. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it's good. I've got a real colorful one coming up next in a minute. I'll talk to you about that next time. But, uh, but let's get right into. Jeez. Before that, our next segment. And, um, and, and we want to talk about a new thing. We kind of introduced the concept last week, but now we're going to make it into a true point blank game. And this is, and this is a five word movie. So Todd, talk us through this segment. All
1: right, let's do it. So we did touch on this a little bit last, uh, last week and, um, I wanted to make a distinction. So we, we talked about it where, as we're going through the things that we've been up to, the things that we've seen recently, you know, whatever, I had this this thought about just for the sake of brevity, providing a five-word review of uh, of a movie you've seen. Can I interject
0: brevity and point blank? Not two concepts. Not two (laughs) things
1: usually come together. So, uh, so, so yeah. So I just thought you know as we as we're going through the uh, you know our 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 brief two hours, two and a half hours. If you come across a movie that you've seen recently, you know whatever. We just hit each other up with, well, what's your five word review? And I'll, I'll toss one out. I, uh, I have a lot of kids. We've been stuck in the house, so I just recently hit on two uh, two kids movies. One was was Onward. My five word review for Onward: worthy Pixar heroes Ju- heroes journey tale. I think it was it was it was decent. It was good. Um, it is it is telling that hero's journey, and that was a good. It was a fun take on it. The other movie I saw this week was Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I wanted to go <laughs> have a laugh and say that my, my original five word review doesn't go by fast enough,
4: Ouch.
1: but, um, I, I will say my second five word review on this one, Carrie Marsden make it tolerable. So that's okay, funny,
0: funny yep. because mine would be James Marsden sure is pretty, but, um,
1: <laughs> and you didn't
0: even see the movie just saying no,
4: it.
1: it's just, that's always true <laughs> for me. Just but, uh, okay. So coming right, out of coming out of that, that's 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 a, that's given a five word review. We can we can do that as uh, as we wish, but then that, that led to a discussion about a new game, which we're calling five word movies. So five word movies, really quickly, very simply, here are the rules. I or anyone else who wants to to uh, host one of these, uh, I've come up with a, a a couple of sets of five movies. I will sound off my five word summary of these movies. And the five of you, jump in as quickly as you can. Name what that movie is. Whoever gets it first gets a point. Okay. And Small there's face. five of them. There's five of them in a set. The five have a theme. If you can figure out the theme of the five movies, why they've been chosen, that's an extra three points. Thing is, you only get one guess at that. So we'll go, we'll go through the movies one at a time. Call it out as soon as you get it. And as soon as you're ready to take a guess at the theme, let us know, we'll pause, like you can, you can hit that guess up. I won't say whether or not you're right or wrong. And as the movies progress through the five, someone else may learn a little bit more and, uh, and jump in with their guess. So the strategy on that is you want to jump in quickly to get the three points if you're right, or do you wait a little bit to clue in on really knowing what the answer is? Cause you only got one shot at that three points. Makes sense. Sounds fun. You got it. Do it. Makes sense, but
0: Todd, what 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 glass are you drinking your taxman beer out of?
1: Well, uh, I am not drinking my taxman beer anymore because it's gone. But I've got a tasteful uh, tasteful Ross Brewing glass, <laughs> okay, exactly. waiting, waiting for the next beer, which I which I pulled out. I can I can touch on what that is, or, or we'll wait to the next segment. You tell the me. Next segment. We'll go going to on on
6: first. Oh, I was just excited. I pummeled through a lot of. Money. Gotta do that one.
1: <laughs> Well, i'm
0: not right, gonna lie
1: uh, i spaced out a little but i'm
0: uh oh boy ready to play that shouldn't <laughs> before actually before we play i'll just mention a couple of episodes back ming and i were able to enjoy your uh your 21 Locks monkey bread stout so yes, uh sweet. hats off to you buddy that was
1: a really good beer
0: yeah thank you thank you i appreciate no, it no thank you for for getting us that beer but todd let's get started all
1: right let's do it first set number one no one make a sound a quiet place yeah Johnny gets a point. I haven't I haven't actually I was going to put an excel chart together to score these and I did not do that. So <laughs> good let's, one. Uh, good do one on fly.
0: Preparation is key. Uh, Number I see two. you're 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 adhering to the Muhammad school of preparation. Okay.
1: Number 2. <laughs> single dad sees crop circles. Sign six Five. Five. freaking. Ooh, I think that was was Ming? I was totally oh, Ming. it was yeah, yeah so it was totally <laughs> Ming. All right, we're gonna give Ming one
0: <laughs> Ming, you wily little
1: getting anyway. in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three clansman launches war with English.
6: Black Klansman <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> <laughs> and a little too on the nose, I think. Say it again, clansmen with a C. Launches war with English. Graveheart. Johnny.
2: Oh, dang.
1: Uh, Okay. Number. Uh, Theme. Okay. John's got a theme. Uh, uh, Not yet. Sorry. Go again. Okay.
2: You should get a minus one for John. Minus one. That was your guess,
1: buddy. (laughs) Okay. We've got uh, number. What are we at? Number four. Seven crooks. One's a rat. Clue. Reservoir dogs. Mike Zapsic. Oh.
4: Wow. Nice. Wow.
1: Good call. Okay. And then last one, any any guesses yet? We've been through four movies. I had I had it, but
2: I had to pull it back. I still uh, don't have it. Pull
1: it back. Good call, John.
2: I I thought it was Mel Gibson, but Mike squashed that one. And I didn't remember his
0: appearance in a quiet place.
2: No, uh, <laughs> he was one of
1: the, could have been. And on he, the
0: phone with his and daughter. He been been wrong
1: with, uh... this one's, the theme's a little underground on this one. We'll we'll see. I think okay. I'm I'm I, th- I think number five here we'll uh, we'll give it away, but we'll see. Okay. Number five, wheelchair bound man observes murder. Glass, glass, uh, rear rear window. Mike Sapsick. Oh, um, Mike, two. good call. Oh my we've goodness! Got, we've got a quiet place. Sign, Braveheart, Reservoir Dogs, and Rear Window. Oh, <laughs> all is bouncing on who can look at all these different directors. I mean, that's a key, oh. Johnny. That's a key. That is a key.
0: First time? No, it's not that either. No, how no. about
1: directors who are in their own movies? Oh, Mike Zapsic pulling it out. Oh, nice, nicely, oh, dang.
2: dang.
0: Ding ding ding! And you know what? That's really keying in on Shyamalan—a um, ding dong of, of of making Hitchcock. You know, trying to emulate Hitchcock and always giving himself, uh, you know, a, a cameo and sometimes an extended cameo. But there great call, Mike. I
1: tried to I tried to clue that in with that last with that last one. All right, next uh, next five. Uh, so we've got Mike in the lead of, with five. We've wow. got John with two, Ming with one, PJ and Mo not yet on the board. Here you go, Mo. This is this is all you. All right. Next five sisters discover true love. Sing. There's a comment. There. Frozen. Mike. Whoa. guys, you got to slow him down. He's, He's on him. fire. Mike's on fire. All right. He's taking
6: advantage of the half drunk, though. I mean, we're yeah, all exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: Number two, Disney boy sne- seeks dead relatives. Oh, Tarzan. Yeah,
5: <laughs>
1: not bad. It could be.
5: No. Oh, that. Uh, what was that? Coco? Co, co, no, not Coco. Um. Oh damn it! Uh, Stu guesses the Empire Strikes Back.
0: <laughs> uh, he, I guess Luke is, Luke is a Disney boy.
1: Um. Onward. Someone... I'll give you a hint. Okay, I'll, you want me to come up with another one? How about Day of the Dead fable? Oh, okay, oh, that Coco, Mike, you were right on oh, it. Mike, when you got said, it again, yeah, it is indeed Coco. Yeah, okay. He said
6: it and then took it back. I was thinking Kelly
1: think. Cuoco. So, yeah, Cuoco. Oh yes, you've got a you've got a personal connection to that movie. Come on, all right. Um, number three, rapper battles way through Detroit. Eight miles. 50.
4: So
1: P- oh. no, it's I believe PJ it's on the board, right? Ming. PJ said eight miles. He did,
0: Battle's Way, and his culminating battle against the Falcon. So go ahead,
1: there you go. All right, number four. At least I'm in the game now. That's it, you're in. So we've got Frozen, Coco, Eight Mile, three movies that are often spoken of in the same context. Of course. Yes. Yes. Next up, yeah. Billy Zane, also Boat Sinks. Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> who was that I, I gotta go it to the was... replay on that one that was tight was that mo uh, so good. So good.
5: i'd go john that sounded like john john and yeah. i were racing for it
1: All Right, johnny that's uh that's three for you okay and finally country legend discovers ugly duckling
6: Oh, well, it's uh the bradley cooper movie what the fuck is that shit Stars <laughs> born?
1: Oh t- yes, damn it. damn it. I
3: couldn't get it out. Stars
1: is born. it a star is born? Yeah. Did, you, did you say it? Did you get I it? I got out? A half a no, I just yeah, said, he said it. Movie. He said it. It is a star is born. So I haven't had a guest yet on theme. So we got Frozen, Coco, Eight Mile, Titanic, Titanic, and Titanic. A Star is Born. Is it all movies that have best
0: song Oscar?
1: That it is, Johnny. Damn. Big John. <laughs> okay. One more? Two more? What do you want? I got I got a couple. Oh yeah. Okay, I just shared, right, here just we go. Real quick, real quick before you go.
0: Real quick. Point blank digression. Uh I just shared a dinner with the family. Had a very intense, very detail oriented dream last night. Oh boy. I was nominated for the Oscar for best song in a movie. <laughs>
1: and I lost alongside Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I Actually alongside a fellow nominee My brother Tom Kakos We were oh, two of the five nominees He has a beautiful and voice The host was Red Bank native John Stewart And he revealed at the end that we didn't win uh, it, it went to a composer for a movie starring Javier Bardem So first of all Javier Bardem has been mentioned twice on this program Mo predicted it And Last second time. of all I had a tour about best song And that's how I got that one In any event
1: Oh, go ahead, fantastic,
0: and that's crazy. You got yeah. some
1: crazy vivid <laughs> dreams. We'll see how that's <laughs> that, okay, moving move, move, move along. There. Okay, next five number one, mightiest heroes first form up. Avengers. My, uh,
6: mighty, uh, what the what?
1: <laughs> I I said know, that may have been a tie between John and uh, John and Mike. Mo, you got in there? Yeah, I said Avengers. I think Moe did say that. I said
6: the mighty ducks. The yeah, mighty I was ducks. saying the mighty ducks too. Oh,
1: mighty
6: you <laughs> ducks. said they form. And that's we'll get
1: the. Thank Roe. you, PJ.
6: Thank you. I was there too. <laughs> that was what I was thinking. I was thinking the mighty ducks. We'll get
1: John Ross, the intern, to slow down the tape and see what we got. But I'm <laughs> giving that one to oh, Moe. Mo. Mo on the board.
6: I think Moe Mo. Mo got it.
1: That's all right. All right. Number Number two greatest detective battles chaos agent.
5: Inspector Gadget. Um, uh, Dark Knight. Uh, Dark no, this is, uh, Dark
2: um, top, top secret. No. This or is, uh, uh, wait. Um, <laughs> not top secret. Oh, um, freaking Jason, Jason get, yeah. get smart. Oh,
3: get sm- yeah, yeah, damn it. With Steve Carell.
2: Get, get smart. Is. Not get smart. No, not get
5: smart. Mike, you, you, you had it. Oh, Dark Knight uh, rises. No, that's uh,
1: whatever the hell that is. God no, damn it! Ant- why Ant- do they Ant- have that? The, the Dark Knight. Knight returns. The, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. The Dark Knight is the correct answer. Oh, yeah. Richard ankney I sh- I wanted to call out. You guys got help in the comments because uh, we got some pretty smart folks out there. That one is Chaos Agent. I, I was going to get more specific on that, but Chaos Agent is the Joker. Greatest World's Greatest okay. is Batman. The Dark Knight is correct, and uh, that one could have only... been.
3: Get smart, also technically. <laughs> oh, it could have <laughs> been. It
1: could have been. Could have been guess. <laughs> I'm giving that one to Johnny. Okay, <laughs> here's one for the uh, uh, for the for the dictionary heads out there. Eventual, Ennead starts third trilogy. Star Wars. Is it
0: the Force Awakens? Star Wars: The
1: Force Awakens. It is. PJ, Something. you had it. You were there.
6: I just didn't go with the right.
1: You didn't go all the way. It is Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I had to look that one up. And Ennead is a set of nine.
6: I was going and seven too. I just
1: starting the third trilogy is uh is Star Wars seven Force Awakens. I'm going to give that. Let's see. That's John. Uh, okay. We've got Avengers. Can it be like hockey where I gave him an assist on that one? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Thank
6: the mighty to Ducks, to Ducks, PJ. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: I'm happy to do that. I agree. In general, you don't get unless you. I wish. think you peed him up. I think you peed him up. That's a hockey assist. That's it. Uh, okay, so we've got Avengers, Dark Knight, Star Wars Episode Seven. Number four, shirtless bods and fighter jets.
2: Top Gun. Top Gun. Gun. No. Ming. Ming beat me. Ming beat me.
1: ming got that one. <laughs> that is, uh, what do we got? Two, I think. That's two. Yep. That's two. Okay. Avengers, Dark Knight, Star Wars Episode and, uh Top, and Top, Top Gun. Gun. Thinking on the theme. Number five, automotive oddity ventures into 50s back to the future
5: Jack, oh, oh. <laughs> yes i i have something for you in my head hold on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i thought that the number one you were giving me before but then you went there <laughs> all right
1: what so these movies have in common the avengers the dark knight star wars episode seven top gun and back to the future Anyone,
0: other than they were all number one at the box office the week they opened.
1: Johnny, if you had only not said those last four words, no, they probably were.
0: Yes, but yes,
1: those so the year that
0: the year they the year they came out.
1: That is it. Those were those those movies were um, their number one picture of the year each man, year.
0: Anyone could have swept in for a steal there. By the way,
1: <laughs> what, do you, what what's the verdict on that one? We give you. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, come oh, on. Yeah, you're, you're two, I'll give you two points on that one. Did Mo have to go let his maid in?
2: No, he probably forgot to plug his phone in again. Oh, okay. oh man. You know what? <laughs> He'll be back.
0: And listen, we've got we've got Stu, we've got Bob, we've got Richard, we've got Nick, we've got lovely Suzanne, we've got many of our of our frequent fans and viewers, listeners in the comments right now. And they know it's not point blank unless Mo is having some sort of technical mishap.
1: Shout out to uh to Bob Corbeal nailing that one open number one. I think they all did, but they also those were the number one movies. I was gonna that- say
0: because if that's the case, then I get three. You and get okay.
1: <laughs> because
0: that's literally what I
1: said. Okay, trying to give him trying to give him some props. All right, so uh we've got John running away with this one at 10. Mike right behind him, though, two points behind at eight. Uh I got PJ at three, Ming at two, Mo's on the board with one. What do you want? One more.
0: Yeah. Wants well, me for Monica. Motor- and here he is. There he is. He is back. <laughs> All right, cue. let's do one
1: more and then uh then we'll move on. Okay. Okay. Let's see uh let's see if we can do this one here. And remember, these you can jump in at any time with that theme guess. Uh number 1. African plains ruled by cats. Lion King <laughs> Guys, you got to get quicker on there. That's John at 11. Ooh. All right. This one's for Ming. You got this one, Ming. Okay. Move on. Uh, Rush Russian- Stop it. Russians can't stop Master Assassin.
0: What? That was... That was a f- by the way, I'm all messed up. Mo's in a different spot on my board. Now. I know. I'm completely... I'm, it's, it's it's I moved year. down... You're harshing my vibe, man. Like, I don't I know, know what's happening. I know
6: it's not the I'm answer, NBA but Rocky, games. Rocky was a master assassin, and they couldn't stop him. Okay. Ooh, good call, PJ. <laughs>
1: That's good. Uh I'll give you a clue. This was part of this was the first of a trilogy. Russians battling. Can't stop a master assassin. Sean Wick. Ming, I knew you'd get it. That was All John right. Wick, John Wick.
2: Oh. All right. Took took a Took, Took him a second. Everyone. That's all right.
1: All right. John Wick, everybody. Uh, where are we at? Ming, that's three from three. All right. Number three. Leo lost in the woods. Oh, that the Revenant movie. That is Revenant. correct. Ming's making a comeback. Wow, nice. The what say? Revenant. Revenant. Revenant? Okay, number four. Scottish Princess fights for independence. Uh the, 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 that's tangled. No, wrong one. Um,
5: oh,
2: oh, crap. Brave? Redhead. Brave,
5: brave? Brave, brave, is brave is correct. Made
2: on a street. Holy
1: shit, it's me! <laughs> Mike gave me the hint. So thanks, Mike. And number five recap the movies. Recap the movies. We've got The Lion King, John Wick, The Revenant, Brave.
0: Lou Bourdain says we're all terrible, by the way, but go ahead. Guys we are terrible. terrible.
1: <laughs> look at, look at you got in the in the comments. Nick Franco, Peter Riario, Richard Ankeny, nailing it. Brave, brave, brave. There you go. The one
0: thing this proves, none of us are, are cheating. Because... <laughs> yeah, I'm,
6: yeah, I'm not looking up
1: shit. No. Lou says mangled. Uh, the, 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 yeah, he guessed tangled. You were close. Mangled. Okay, this number five. Lou said Mo guessed mangled. This ahead. one's going to be a race, uh, race to the finish. Uh, so uh, recapping, the Lion King, John Wick, the Revenant, brave. Number five, they needed a bigger boat. John. I think that was a toss-up between, uh, between Definitely Mike, Mike. Mike and Ming.
5: Mike and Ming? Uh, Who's yeah. this guy over here? You were lagging.
1: John, you, you were, were lagging. I know. You, you were already big, have
6: like 42 points. You were like
3: fuck
1: 10. This. Yes, sir. I'm,
3: I'm going to guess brave.
2: brave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, I'll give it to you just so you can get closer to John.
5: I'm coming
1: up. All right. We need someone to take John out. <laughs> All right. We need I a theme. It. We need a theme. So, the Lion King, John Wick, The Revenant, Brave, and Jaws. Is it movies where someone gets bitten by something? In honor of In honor of the Tiger King, this is in movies where animal attacks or attacks on animals were a major part of the plot. Oh, no. That is oh, Yeah, That counts, man. Well okay. done. Well done. I
0: didn't see brave. I just that's what seemed like the other four had.
1: Okay. Brave uh, centers on a massive bear attacking the family. So there you go, Johnny. You got it. Well um, done. You at, I think we'll call it there. I mean, I've got a, I got a tiebreaker one. Maybe we'll hold that for uh, next time, or I can toss it out if you want it. You start off the next time with that one. All right. So that's uh yeah, we're gonna give this one to Johnny <laughs> Johnny Kakosa. He's like we're good. Call it. No, we, no I didn't it. say that through the last one. I didn't say I couldn't call it there, but that's true. Johnny pulls away with 14. Uh Mike at nine. Ming's closing strong with six. Uh we had PJ on there with three. And Mo. We're going invented. to name, I put that one to, in there for you.
3: We're we're going to rename the segment to movies Mo
0: Doesn't Know. Oh my. Or can we just
1: shorten that to just movies? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> look at Lou <look> <laughs> calling it. I love it. There you go. It's so good to have Lou back. Wow. I was, was going to say, these. I was going to set it up in the beginning. These are all well known, common movies that everyone will have seen. My next category was full of very rare ones that, Mo, you would have had no chance. So we'll hold that one. We'll hold that one for a tiebreaker between uh, John and Mike or whatever at some point in the future. So, yeah. Well done, guys. Johnny, congrats. Oh.
0: Listen, it sounds good. Uh, speaking of movies, let's segue right into point blank picks. Point blank picks, we're each going to give to our, our point blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners. We're each going to give a recommendation of something that maybe has been helping us get through the quarantine. Maybe it's a TV show that we've been binging. Maybe it's a movie that we've, uh, an old favorite or something new we've seen. It could be a good book you've picked up. It could be a restaurant. It could be a sensory experience like Mike took the lovely Julia to before the wall was slammed down on this quarantine. But in any event, point blank picks, something we're each going to recommend. Do I have a volunteer for who would like to go? Great, uh, I'm going to pick DJ. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, mo, mo you said you have one go ahead mo. yeah i do uh, so yeah, is it a supplement actually... is, it a, is, it a, is it is it some sort of bodily supplement richard Ankney
6: no, is... said Pornhub. Yeah, yeah can i plus man. one they gave can the premium richard,
1: richard Ankney. so <laughs> there
6: you go. never a bad time never premium bad for time. free That's love fine. yourself.
1: it is the safest love right now yep. there you go <laughs> <laughs> this is
3: <laughs> this is actually uh some well it's online entertainment but it's uh it's a short doc- documentary. It's, on, uh, it's streaming on Amazon Video right now. It's a story about two identical twin autistic savant sisters. So there are about 100 uh, savants in the world. And um, these two ladies were born, I think, in 1952. They, they know the day of the week, any date that you give them, even, even past when they've lived through it. Um, they can remember what people wore.
1: You know, 50 years ago it was just yeah, really 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 people interesting. Are from another another planet like that yeah. is just not okay it's I've what's seen the, name of, what's the
0: name of it Mo what's the name of it it's called rain man
3: twins oh, so wow. it's only it's only 50 minutes and and the reason why I this is one of my picks is because lately I've been going to YouTube and and going down this YouTube wormhole and just my my focus especially during this time has been maybe 15 20 30 minutes max. You know, I just I'm sitting down watching series or watching a movie. I hit pause. I just can't seem to get into anything now. So I think this is like a perfect amount of time to sit through Mm. it. It's like really, really interesting. And um, it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. But a lot of this video was shot back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, where there was a lot of of, of terms that you just don't hear now. They're like, oh, we uh, we thought those two girls were retards. You know, just just really openly uh, saying this stuff, and and so, you know, just going back and, and part of it is being shocked at how people spoke and how they diagnosed uh, these two girls who are basically geniuses. You know, so uh, take
0: take a take a quick view, and I think you'll like it. So, a two two quick things come to mind. Number one, if that's your attention span, this new platform Quibi uh, could be right up your alley. Uh, I, I, they've been really, really turning it up on the programmatic advertising. No matter what website I go to, I'm getting Quibi ads. And uh, they look like some really, really good shows. And they're all 10 minutes long. So Mo, you can be our guinea pig there. Um, the second thing that comes to mind, and Mike, of all of us, I think you may be the most likely to know this. The very lovely Marilu Henner of uh, of the show Taxi. Uh, she herself is a savant. Uh, in addition to being able to demonstrate the very skill you mentioned, though, if you say what day of the week was April 4th, 1974, she can tell you
1: right. instantly.
0: There's not a calculation going on. But the other thing that she has, which is really, really creepy, and there's a number of interviewers out there where you can see the interviews out there with her. She has what's called true total recall. So she has had no brain deterioration. She can remember every single thing that's ever happened to her. In her life, yeah, from the moment two. that she can recall memory. So, uh, if these two have that, they have know, the same thing. They can remember what they ate. They can remember crazy. what
3: people wore. It's just yes. oh, they remember the 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 weather for that day. What I'm yeah. ask you're you're say, Marry, how me. the hell do you Pretty know weird. they're
6: telling the truth? Because it's not like you know it. No, there were fact <laughs> checkers there. There were fact <laughs> checkers there. And I had and, a blue uh, shirt on. I had black pants. All right, next <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, well,
0: that's a great pick I'll, I'll watch it this weekend Ming we're going to move on to your point blank pick my friend
2: um, a few weeks ago um, for whatever reason I think I found it on Amazon Prime Video I was watching the Fred Savage movie The Wizard which I may or may oh not recall God. here <laughs> the one uh, you know Fred Savage for, kind of foretold the the future of eSports gaming uh, like 20 or 30 years Nice. before it came out I think uh, Shop Factory just released a special edition Blu-ray DVD but um, if you remember the movie correctly, the big reveal in that, besides Super Mario Brothers three, was the Power Glove. Yeah. Yeah. and on YouTube, there's a 27 minute documentary called "The Story of the Power Glove" uh, by an organization called the game by someone called the gaming historian, and uh, it outlines how the- how the Power Glove came to be, uh, where it came from. And why it didn't work so well back in uh, mm. back in I think 1989 when it came out. So um, I was not rich enough to to have one when it came out, and now I'm glad I never got one because apparently it sucked. But mm. but you know even 30 years later we remember that thing very fondly. So, so so so
0: obviously as a precursor to the Infinity Gauntlet, it left a lot to be desired. But can can <laughs> you guys think of another very famous? Well, a very famous, but famous enough a uh, power gauntlet in a movie i would tell you the villain wielded this in a james bond movie okay die another day and the villain wielded it literally looked like they they bought a power glove from nintendo and he was able to use it to control a satellite and beam <laughs> down and blow up their arctic base I, I digress okay so that's the wizard the wizard thing <laughs> yes wow and Fred Savage, he was so cute, right, back then? Oh, man. Of course, yes. We yeah, hated him. Come on,
1: John. <laughs> so Fred, I it Savage, had it, I did it. Fred Savage and James Marsden making Johnny's list tonight. All right, good to know. All
0: right, I don't know what's happening.
1: Okay, PJ, we're going to throw it to you your
6: point blank pick, my friend. All right, Um, right, I've been taking a couple of days off just because I want to kind of milk it and let it run its course a little bit more. But Ozark, man, Ozark is freaking amazing. Wow. Yes. um
1: that I, was my uh that was my 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 premier uh point blank pick was ozark season oh, one i, I got so into it good. just earlier this, this, this a couple a couple weeks what are you up to pj
6: so uh i'm at uh, season two episode eight and all i'm being told is that epi- uh season three is on par with breaking bad that's what my wife is saying that's what a bunch of my friends that really hold breaking bad in high regard are saying it holds up to that so that's why I'm like really letting it kind of breathe a little bit, I'm letting the anticipation flow. And in the meantime, I'm falling back in love with The Sopranos. I've gone back, I've watched uh, episode one, and that led me right into, you know, six episodes in a day. <laughs> and uh, now I'm like mob mentality immediately again. I just, I, I used to watch it when it came out. And uh, th- every week, I was I-, I would go to mob parties. We would make ourselves meatballs and sausage, and uh, you know, chicken parm sandwiches. And it was just an excuse kill to, a guy. Uh, we killed two guys. Whack,
1: Whack I- a few guys. Okay. Going, going to uh, going to mob parties, also known as Staten Island.
6: Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs>
1: being being in Staten Island.
6: Yeah. So so we had so, yeah. Everybody, you look around. That is like, hey, uh, hey, and doing? we lost Mo again. Yeah. Well. I'll be okay. back. So, well, so I've been filling in the gaps with with uh sopranos, but tonight I'll go back to Ozark and I'll watch a couple Well, of listen,
0: games. here here's what I'll say. I mean, everyone around me, right? The lovely Suzanne who's even chiming in right here in the in the comments saying season 3 is incredible. We've got Todd recommending it, we've got PJ recommending it, my in-laws recommending it. I love yes, Jason Bateman, Peter Riario mentioning before I can first fell in love with him. And it's a lifelong love affair I've had with him on Silver Spoons as Rick's. Right, best yes. By the way, that is not the last time you'll hear the name Rick Schroeder tonight, I promise. You. But in any event, uh, oh, I, I look forward to getting to Ozark. But first, we want to hear Mike 6 point-blank pick tonight.
5: Uh, okay, guys. Now, this has been going on for a little while. And uh, are there any Curb Your Enthusiasm fans out there? I enjoy it when I watch it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm – I think Larry David is a curmudgeon is a nice word. A pile of crap is another. Um, So, but I love Jeff Garland. Mm. So I started watching the Goldbergs Mm. and not because my boss directed a few episodes, but completely independent of that. And for eighties guys like us guys who, whose meat and potatoes were in the eighties, this is like such a throwback to the past. Uh, it's the wonder years in the 80s. And Ming, I just watched an episode where they were talking about the power glove. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. when you said the wizard, I was like, holy crap, they just went through this. And um, the gentleman, Adam Goldberg, who created it, uh, actually has whole movies that he took that correspond with the episodes that... Um, he's he's doing so it's it's really really well done jeff garland uh wendy uh cochland uh, um and uh george siegel who is just oh, he's still around he, he is still around and he's still sharp as attack
0: well here's the here's the great part. We can do him for Dead or Alive next week. And nah. even though we've just mentioned it, I don't think Mo will be able to get it. <laughs> exactly. um, and he's not here.
4: He's not here. So.
5: Mike, where are you, are you? just ABC on demand? He's where on, you? Uh, you can go on. No, don't don't spend the money. If you've got Hulu, it's on oh, Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Um and Ming, can I tell the story about uh the down the illegal downloading at the secret stash? Oh yeah, god, absolutely. So someone listened in on us when I was talking about my my pick for Brooklyn 99 and someone illegally downloaded after the stash was closed someone who has a password to the stashes um uh network and illegally downloaded a Brooklyn 99 episode on on a date that we were what, was it was it East Side body works his own Kelly Shepard it could have I been know. I don't believe so. I think it was someone who was trying to get
2: uh me in trouble. It could have oh been so we, we got uh we got one of those letters from Comcast. Oh my god. The oh, we got.
6: The, 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 yeah, we're we're seeing yeah. illegal downloads yeah. and the better not continue.
2: Yeah, somebody used BitTorrent and downloaded an episode of Brooklyn nine nine. And uh th- there was a timestamp of uh, like seven thirty PM. Um which may or may not have happened. It may have been, you know, th- that could have been any time. Um, but no one would own up to it. So played some detective work trying to narrow it down, but uh, we have not caught the perpetrator yet. And uh, I posted a letter on the Internet asking for, uh, you know, Twitter sleuths to maybe narrow it down. And, uh, you know, there's been some speculation. Um, Can you pick up can you pick up the Wi-Fi
0: for the stash (laughs) diagonally across the street from the apartment above Starbucks?
2: I mean, you can barely pick up the Wi-Fi from the poker table in the back room. (laughs) Okay, so we don't think it was was Rob Roots. All right. Yeah. Uh, I believe
0: Mo might be backstage, by the way.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't even notice that he left. (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh, burn.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) So a week later, somebody got caught downloading uh, Joe Satriani's Surfing with the Alien album. So, I don't, yeah, uh, we got another one, and I, there are more coming for sure. There are more of these letters. Oh, coming.
5: No, actually, we changed the password, so I we find out if there's more coming.
2: I I won't be surprised to see more coming. So, uh, I'm, I want to know what the content is. Yeah, so, you know, I've got it, by, know. By, by the way, I'm seeing
0: double because this weekend on Saturday Night Live, I, I watched the skit, you know, the at home version of Saturday Night Live, which was pretty entertaining. But I watched this kid, middle-aged mutant ninja turtles, and I see one <laughs> in the top right of my screen here. Uh, John, the
6: helmet <laughs> means I want to do a chug. A beer, I had a, I had a feeling. We'll we'll, we'll we'll do that right next. We've heard
0: Moe's. We've heard yours. We've heard Mike's. Ming, what is your own point blank pick?
2: Uh oh, mine. Oh no, mine was the Power Glove documentary. Oh, actually,
0: right. we did it. We did the Wizard of ah, Power Glove. Yeah, I was like, wait Todd, a minute. Todd, you're
1: up. All right, I had one. I had one prepped. Uh, but I'm going to hold off, and I'm going to I'm going to pull an audible based on your setup, John, of things we're we're actually uh, that are keeping us through the quarantine right now. That what my my previous pick didn't hit that, so we'll hit that in the, we'll hit that one in the future. You're one right, of the man. things the 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 lovely uh, wife my, and myself are watching uh, right now. We finished up Ozark season one. I'm only one season into it, but we take nice. a, we took a break from it. It's pretty intense, and we are currently lightening things up with uh, another murder mystery by the name of Broadchurch. have you guys seen Broadchurch?
0: all three seasons actually all four if you count the one american season adaptation well grace point
1: there you go well Broad, i mean we, we just got into it we are uh one episode away from finishing season one so that's a wow, major past,
0: twist coming buddy major twist couple, coming.
1: couple of days so uh yeah spoiler free my please my friend obviously you know just in uh if you haven't seen it, incredibly well done show, really well executed mystery about the the uh, murder of an 11 year old who killed Danny um, Latimer, who killed Danny Latimer. It is. Uh, we've got a nice Doctor Who connection there with uh, current and previous Doctor Who's uh, David Tennant and um, Jodie Whitaker. Jodie Whitaker, Yep. Oscar winner, Olivia Colman in a in a supporting role or lead role, I should even say.
0: Emmy winner for that series, in fact.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's incredibly well done. Um really like keeps you hooked on, you know, who's what what's going on, who's uh they they set up potential uh guilty parties all over the place and just kind of tick them off one by one over the coast of this Have you figured country. it out
0: yet? You you you've you've just watched the penultimate episode,
1: right? That's right.
0: Have you figured it out? Of course. Okay. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk uh tomorrow and see if you've got it
6: right. I thought Michael uh, was going to come back with another uh, t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle helmet. I sorry, was- buddy.
0: Um, <laughs> damn it. Um, so,
6: out ex-
0: excellent it. pick. The very first episode of Point Blank, 46 episodes ago, began with our review of the best of 2017. And broad church topped my
1: list of best of shows of twenty seventeen. Really?
0: So, so I can definitely co-sign um, that request.
1: I, I did not listen to a single episode before I joined, so it's good. To, <laughs> good to All
0: right,
1: good. Hey, listen, before before I give my own,
0: has has everyone had an opportunity to give
1: theirs? Mike, did you?
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, you did. That's right. Yes. Everyone Over. did. All right. So here here's mine. So um one of the benefits of getting the PlayStation 3 over 10 years ago was that it came embedded with a blu-ray player as PlayStation has moved on and there's PlayStation 4 and I don't know how many more that have come since then I've kept my three because uh, to the extent I always imagine I'll be playing blu-rays I'll need it I never play blu rays so it doesn't matter in any event it had a hard drive and I was able to download a number of programs and store it on there and I stored the entirety of Sherlock seasons one and two season one was 2010 Season two was 2012. Season three was 2014. They had a special in 2017, and then season four was uh, was pretty recent. And um, in total, there were 17 episodes. Never watched any of them until three days ago.
1: Really? And I, yeah. yeah.
0: I binge watched the entire series. Besides having the stars of The Hobbit Part Two: The Desolation of Smaug, both Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, also uh, uh, stars of, uh, of uh, the MCU, uh, Martin Freeman, of course, playing Everett Ross and uh, Dr. Strange playing a guy. But I'm sorry, better Benedict Cumberbatch playing yeah. Dr. Strange. But in any event, uh, wow. I mean, I, when it came out, I downloaded it. I knew this was right in my alley. Uh, we, they were airing on PBS Masterpiece at the time. I've just watched the entire run of the 17 episodes. Uh, quickly scrambling, Googling, will there be a Sherlock season five? All parties are interested. It's then if they're all movie stars, when can they find the time to film it? I was a big fan as a child of the Sherlock Holmes novels. Then when I was an older child, teenager, uh, they re- used to run the Jeremy Brett episodes on PBS, and my father and I used to watch them all the time. This modern retelling, um, and I understand they did that with elementary as well with, but uh, this is just a step beyond. This is why uh, people saw in Benedict Cumberbatch that he can be the movie star for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Martin Freeman plays the everyman. He's any of us, thrust into situations way out of his depth, but grounds it in reality. And the intricate writing by the twin producers and writers are of a of, uh, uh, of uh, Stephen Moffat of Doctor Who, another mention, and Mark Gaddis, a Hammer Thrones fan will remember him as Iron Bank representative Tycho Nestoris. He not only writes every episode, he stars in every episode as Sherlock's older brother, Mycroft Holmes. Uh, some may remember him from the Alan Moore uh, uh, graphic novel series, mm-hmm. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, as the first M would go on to be played by Dame Judy, Gen- Judy Dench in the uh, James Bond movies. But anyway, Sherlock. I know I'm late to the game, um, but these are amazing, and I would seriously recommend them. That would be my point-blank pick. Blueboard Don tells me, buy a PS4 like a grown man. Um, Before we get to our next segment, PJ, I have a feeling you want to do something
6: with that beer, buddy. Yeah, man. So I got got my 14.5% here. Oh. Poor that. That's my glad to be here. Oh, so uh, and we're and we're very glad that you're here, my friend. Yeah, dude. So uh, <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. I'm not driving anywhere. So uh, I figured let's chug it. So go John, what it. are you drinking? You drinking a mischief? Uh, yes. This is wow. Good call there, PJ. This is mischief
0: What's from it? the from the brewery. Okay, brewery is out in California. What's and the ABB on that guy? It's a hot Belgian pale ale. This one comes in at a relatively minor eight and a half percent. All right, so you chugged that? Okay, we're chugging now. Yes, All right. We are, If I'm chugging, you're chugging, buddy.
1: Oh, I me? Mean, let's go, on. Hold on, can I can I introduce my beer before I before yes. I destroy it?
4: Yes, so, yes,
0: please. Uh,
1: so this is this is a variant of one that I hit up a couple weeks ago, and it knocked me on my ass that night. So I really look forward. And to you didn't I'm chug drinking. it, then. yeah. yeah no, I really no. look forward to what you've just put in front of me. Uh, my friend, I have, a, I have an 8 a.m. meeting tomorrow, but uh, this is something uh, that I picked up through Tavor. I've mentioned them a bunch I of times. I love time them, man. Back. They're so good. Tavor.com. So, uh, this is uh, from Copper Kettle Brewing, nice. and in honor of the incredible mid-April snowfall that we got overnight, I'm going with another variant of Snowed In, oh, Copper right. Kettle wow. Snowed In. So The, the one I had uh, a couple weeks ago was their Snowed In Oatmeal Stout Ale Aged uh, with maple syrup, mm. so this or ale aged in bourbon barrels with uh, with maple syrup. This one is oatmeal stout, ale aged in bourbon barrels with chocolate and cherries. Oh, that's it a great cherry one. snowed in.
0: Yeah, send me one of those two.
2: Um, we're we're also bringing you in on this, buddy. You're drinking a beer. I'm drinking a beer. I'm still on the. Uh... Still, only epiphany, but uh, I got. He's he's here, he's so.
1: already killed a good two ounces of. I know, the, of right? The, the, oh, no. We'll see if we can handle
5: the, oh,
1: hand hand
2: hand the, the next ten in solidarity with my point blank. Wait,
5: wait mo- Mo's checking. Most
2: theriflu. Theriflu. <laughs> <So theriflu.
3: laughs> it's 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 daytime flu so I won't be uh, knocked out. So I
6: got enough ABV in here that I can give Mo about six or seven percent. of I'm this. rocking.
1: I'm, go, I'm I'm rocking a lot. I didn't I didn't note that. I'm rocking thirteen point four. So I'm right behind you, oh, TJ. You're right
2: Let's see, guys. Cheers, right, cheers, everybody. Thanks cheers. for having us back cheers. on. Point blank.
4: Oh, oh boy. boy. Mm.
1: <laughs> we got a lot. Little... Right, now, now the game's really begins.
6: Okay. Now tune in for the next half hour.
1: My wife is going to regret that later. Guys,
6: uh... time once again for older or
0: younger. Older or younger oh, nice. our newest hit segment it's going to go even better now that we have four four six of us have chugged yes sir um, <laughs> is there another way to say that mo can you reduce that fraction i'm already losing it 67 <laughs> percent. Uh, so uh here's the conceit on older or younger we're going to talk about some celebrities who have celebrated birthdays this week and then what we're going to do is we're going to tell you um uh, a target date that could be their age, i am say a target year, and then you're going to give me a guess older or younger. So let me just set up the board for Mo Ming. Howard Mike. Stern
6: just did something Come similar on. to this. It was pretty funny. Oh my God, the king of all media is stealing from us. Yeah. <laughs> and, Let's okay. just
3: give Todd a moment to keep checking.
4: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the first one, guys, we're going we're gonna to go something a little bit different. You're going to have to give three guesses in one guess. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I believe we mentioned Fred Savage earlier. Fred Savage first rose to prominence on a TV show where he played Jet fan Kevin Arnold, known as the Wonder Years. His father, Jack Arnold, played by Dan Loria. Dan Loria is name number one famous 80s TV dad, another TV dad, none other than Al Bundy himself, Ed O'Neill, who now has a second go-around at TV dadness on Modern Family. And the third person we're going to mention on your first Older or Younger. Everybody's favorite host, the man for whom it has been a crime, he did not get to host the tonight show as he should have, David Letterman. For all three of these gentlemen, I'm going to give you a target age. The target age for all three is 72.
4: Are
0: Ed O'Neill, Dan Luria, and David Letterman older or younger than 72? And I'm going to need three guesses
6: from each of you. Younger.
1: Wait, so it's not all the same.
6: They're not all the same age, no. Oh. But but some are younger and some older. They're all either older or younger. That's I need three guesses That's from each of you.
0: Definitely not equal to.
4: What?
5: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, what, I'll go first. Dan younger. I'll do an each individual. Younger. David Letterman, older. Okay, got you.
6: I actually younger,
5: younger, older. Good.
6: Who's The exact same way. That's exactly what I think.
0: Okay. You're not going to make it ahead
6: in the game that way, but that's okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to stay with them because I'm
2: Uh, I'm going to switch it up. Uh, Dan Luria, younger. Ed O'Neill, older. David Letterman, younger. You went younger, 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 younger. younger.
4: Oh.
0: Younger, older, younger. Got it. Okay. I mean Mo and Mike. I'll go...
3: Oh, I'm sorry, Mike, please.
4: I'm
3: right, sorry, Moe and Mike, and
6: Mike, I made him chug, so it's going to be a rough <laughs> segment. I can guarantee you that. I'll go
0: older, younger, younger.
6: <laughs> so you're saying Dan Loria
0: older. older, Ed O'Neill younger, Dave Letterman younger.
1: Yippers. Todd, uh, you're last. All right, I had Dan uh, Loria at 65, so I'm going to go younger. I had Ed O'Neill older. And per our conversation earlier, Johnny, about trying to peg these, I had Dave Letterman at the exactly stated 72, of course. So I I'm going to go, I'm gonna go older on that one.
0: Okay. That's my goal is to try to come up with a number that you'll think exactly. I'm surprised Nails. you had Dan Laurie at 65. When I was a kid, I thought he was 65. So, um, so let's go ahead and reveal their actual ages. Yesterday, Ed O'Neill turned – 74. Oh. Today, Dan Loria turned 73. Oh, damn. And tomorrow, Dave Letterman turns 72. 73. They're all older all than 72. Wow. So, Mo's got one, Ming's got one, Mike's got one, Todd's got two, and PJ's got one. I think okay. I've only got.
1: I think I only got one of those, and C.J. Cullen got all three.
0: Todd, I thought you said younger, older, older. That's what I have you written down. as.
1: Oh yeah, all right. I did yeah. get that. You're right. You got two older. I need to chug another one. Okay. okay.
4: Let's
0: um, do it. Let's do speaking it. Of, speaking of of uh of late night talk shows, okay. There's a guy that for some. He's famous for playing the drums. On Conan O'Brien's eponymous band, the, the Max Weinberg 7. Others, there's a certain segment of the population, George said he may be among them, For but he's more famous for being part of the E Street Band. But Max Weinberg, drummer Max Weinberg, older or younger than 67?
4: No. Younger.
0: I'm guessing older. Younger. I've got a younger from Mike. I've got an older from
6: Ming. I'm going older. I've got an older from PJ. I heard another
1: younger somewhere. Yeah, that's me, younger.
6: Dude, my dad's okay. 82, and I think and, he's in the same. And so, Mo, you're the last one.
1: Go Googling. Younger.
0: You
3: younger. younger. No, quick I'm quick typing. Quick texting, typing. Texting. Here.
5: Text. Texting is made. When are you yeah, coming texting. back? <laughs> My allergies are killing me. <laughs> okay. Max Weinberg, you are to guess, is he
0: older or younger than 67? Older. In two days, Max Weinberg is turning 69 years old. Yeah. 69. Oh, so let's see. That is Ming is right and PJ is right. Okay. High five, Ming.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: All right. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna come back to something I mentioned earlier when we talked about Jason Bateman's debut on Silver Spoons. We said this is not gonna be the last time you hear about Rick Schroeder, Ooh. but we all know him as Ricky Schroeder. And uh, I'm sure Mo remembers, as I did, the excitement that that's because Ricky was living on Staten Island, New York. Right? Yep. And Ricky Schroeder this week is turning older. Or younger than forty-eight.
2: Older, yeah, it's got to be, be older. Got to be older than forty-eight. Okay,
0: hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on.
2: Shoot. There's there's a, there's a science to this. So, okay.
0: I would. Right, I've got PJ saying older.
2: Yeah, I say older as well. Got to be older.
1: Ming, older. For uh. For my answer, I'd like to just agree with Gary McRae. Aaron Gray was so hot back then, he says. <laughs> and can, can, I, he I, can I submit that as my answer? Yeah. I'll say she's hotter now
5: than she was. No, she's hotter then than she is you ain't lying. now. Can we do that? She's hotter back then than she is now. I would, I'm going to say Younger. I got money.
1: I know you. You try to nail these like close enough within a couple of years, and I wouldn't have thought he was anywhere near that. So I'm gonna have to go older. Yeah, I think fin- You you thought he was way older than that? Yeah. All right, Mo, you're the last one I haven't heard from. That show was in the 80s. We're like we're talking. So
3: Staten Island keeps you young. 40 years ago. So now we keep I you
1: irradiated.
3: <laughs> but you definitely start to see your age when you get older. I don't think he has. I think he's
0: younger. You have to go okay. with the board. Let's he's younger. So here's the thing. Um, when I watched Silver Spoons, it was contemporaneous with my own age. Exactly. At least, which would make him, well, no, what is my right.
4: age? Right. 45, oh,
0: which would be younger than 48. However, I was very wrong. He, he was a seven, eight year old actor at the time. He was playing young. Exactly. He actually turned 50 yesterday. And I said 50. I nailed it. So, Ming got it right. Todd got it right. PJ got it right. Um, damn you, not like me, damn um, Lou Bourdon. Oh,
3: he's younger, yeah. And, and that's you know a I think look, learned. Never,
1: we end, we're trying to master you guys. Never listen to okay. Lou
3: Bourdon. I was looking for Seti's guess dude. What do Try I get for nailing way.
6: it on the head? I said he was 50.
0: All right, listen, we're going to talk now about the fairer sex, okay. Trance. Star of Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer, the star of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the series, the one and only Sarah Michelle Gellar. I was dating the lovely Suzanne twenty years ago, and she made this observation. She says, "You know, you have the same nose as Sarah Michelle Gellar." I didn't know that, and it's actually false. But um, but but I appreciated the comparison, and that told me that this is a girl that I can get drunk enough to marry me. So, uh, in any event, let's get back to Sarah Michelle Gellar. Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar, (laughs) older or younger than forty-five?
6: Oof.
0: younger. Right off younger. Younger.
2: I'll go younger. Three younger. She's forty. Okay,
0: hold on a second. I got PJ at younger. I got Ming at younger. Mikey younger.
1: I'm going older. Screw these guys. (laughs)
4: <laughs> older me. and
6: most.
1: Uh we'll go younger.
2: Younger. Yeah. Ride you know, Richard Ankney calling
1: out these, two weeks these, in a row, a Sarah Michelle Geller reference. Yes. Nothing wrong with I that. I
2: Mike has met Sarah Michelle Geller. He revealed um, it a...
1: on her on his list. Here's the thing
0: about these Hollywood actresses. They've got access to some amazing skill oh, heroes. They, they bathe in the blood of newborns to make themselves look younger <laughs> than they usually are. And in this case, she's even younger than that because she's 43. Oh, because no, she is good. younger than 45.
6: I said she's 43. I'm freaking dead. <laughs> okay. CJ, you're
1: on fire, man. CJ Cullen, she's got to be 44 or 43. All I need look, is
6: a 14.5% chug, and I am back uh, in the game. Pat Kawula, good friend of the program, Pat Kowula, uh,
0: Trying to help me deceive you by saying she's older than 47. But Pat Pat he's he's in on the joke. He knew that wasn't right. Okay. Did we talk about Doctor Who tonight? I Once think we did. A little bit. So let's talk about the most recent doctor before Jody Whittaker, Peter Capaldi. Okay. Peter Capaldi's veteran of a number of films and TV. Uh uh the great. Wait, hold, before
1: you say it, I want to see if Muhammad could could name one thing that he's been in do 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 i'm only effing with you because i can't so
4: <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you a
0: few okay uh, uh many of us love the julia uh louis dreyfus sitcom on hbo veep hmm. uh, which satirizes the american political situation it's written and produced by created by the showrunner armando iannucci yes but despite his name he's actually british and he did a version of this. There's Doctor Who. Wow, Mo, good job, buddy. Uh, but Armando Iannucci did a, a, a run on these, obviously in the UK on the BBC, and that was called In the Loop, and Peter Capaldi was the star of those. And that and it was based on the strength of that. when he was in a. Um, he was in Doctor Who. Of course, who can forget his turn in World War Z alongside Brad Pitt? But in any event, Peter Capaldi, yesterday had a birthday. And is Peter Capaldi older or younger
2: than 64? sixty-four?
0: Sixty-four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's Whoa. your guess, Peter Capaldi. Sixty-four. I'm gonna guess older. He looks. <laughs> he looks pretty old. John, I mean, we gotta I- de- we gotta defund
6: the Who, right? <laughs> Deep gun, Deep gun, gun.
0: i think trump did that at the press conference yeah, today he right sure did yeah
6: we got to figure out what's going on here we're gonna defund <laughs> who over he's older. right I've got,
0: I've got i've got ming and older
1: i've got pj and older any other guesses well pete uh sorry richard ankney calling it at peter capaldi is a thousand years old yeah <laughs> so, that would be older I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go younger. I'm going with Nick Franco. Younger. I'm going with Todd and Nick. Younger. All right, Mo. We've got two votes older, two votes younger.
0: You're the tiebreaker, buddy. The guy is ancient. He's he's older. Not a boy. Okay. You were asked if Peter Capaldi, Terrence. Older I have no or idea than... who he is. <laughs> the way. Call so older this. or younger than sixty-four. That's what you were charged with, gentlemen. He's 68. The actual answer was he turned 62. Uh, so, uh, so I went all right this time, and it's Ming and Mike.
6: No, Ming got, said, got other. Ming oh, said older. I'm I sorry.
0: I, I'm sorry. It's
6: Mike and Todd. Mike and Todd. Sorry, Ming. I got to hold him to, to way you no, said. It,
0: nope. All in. All it's in, in the scores anyway. Okay. Now, PJ. All right. If you think back to the Brat Pack of the 80s. I think everyone's least favorite Brad Packer was probably Andrew McCarthy. All right. But right behind him, I would have to say his least favorite would be Anthony Michael Hall. And Anthony Michael Hall had a birthday this week. Is Anthony Michael Hall older or younger than 51? 51. Ooh.
5: Older. Holy crap!
3: I mean, we were 18 when that came out, right? Like we were still in high school. And I don't know who that guy is. (laughs) You don't know who Andrew Michael? Come on! Listen, listen. I could go (laughs) online and look for him, but I don't want to cheat. So
1: I'm going to say younger. All right. Mo spends, Mo spends a good half hour after every point blank episode looking up looking all up these people that we've mentioned references. over the course of the episode. You know I feel and they're
5: I only see- mentioned, only one of them are mentioned twice.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like I'm at a roulette table and I'm betting the bottom third and I'm getting killed here. Yeah. Yeah, but
6: so, one third getting- of the time you should be winning, right? One third right, of the time. Exactly.
0: So I'm all right, listen, the- we've got one vote. We've got yeah, PJ's- He was
6: on SNL a long ass time ago. We've got PJ at older,
0: and, and what else do we have, guys? John, what was uh, the age you said? I said Anthony Hall, older or younger than 51. I'm going younger. With my I said younger,
1: too. I had 52 in my head. I'm going older. Weird Science, Bob Corbeil, great movie. All right, I got Ming at younger, Mike at younger, Todd at older,
0: PJ at older. Once again, it's a tie, Mo. <laughs> what's um, what's you, the age you the tie.
4: What's what the, the age number?
1: Older or younger than 51. He was the original. He was. Oh. Remember Doogie Hauser? Anthony Michael Hall was Doogie Hauser. No, no, he wasn't.
0: <laughs> oh, no, so yeah, so he's older. Good one, Todd. I
1: like that.
0: So, so he's older. What's the, what's the real No, name? AMH. Is? Older. All right, guys. One of the hardest they ones we've to, done. Anthony Michael had to, Hall actually turned 52 today. 52. Oh. So, so, Mo got it right. Todd got it oh. right. PJ got it right. We're gonna um, we're gonna bring it home right now. That John, was who's just in the playing lead? The
3: bottom third. That's it.
0: Who's in the I, I don't want to say he's in the lead just yet because there's a tiebreaker. But apparently, Todd's not going to be involved in the tiebreaker because. <laughs> John, I gotta is
5: tell you, I'm going to. Puke. Anthony Michael Hall just turned 54 since this game started. Holy <laughs> oh, <laughs> crap! <man. laughs> all right, we all remember him. Except
0: for mine. As as little Ralphie from A Christmas Story.
6: Oh, nice.
0: But much more recently, he was both in the original Iron Man Uh and then, even more recently, in Spider-Man Far From Home. Home. This guy's a double MCU veteran, and he didn't shoot his eye out. And I'm talking about Peter Billingsley, (laughs) guys. Peter Billingsley, older or younger than...
6: (laughs) 50. 5-0. easy older, easy older.
2: Yeah, it's got to be older. It's got to be older than fifty. Yep.
6: Nope. Younger.
3: Nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get away from the bottom third. And I'm gonna go younger. Nope. Move move over to where Mike is. Dude's fifty.
1: I Todd. It's time. We've got two younger votes, two older votes. So what are it, you saying? Every movie and every show you mention, I peg as happening in 1980. Silver spoon. <laughs> it and it's mainly it was because a 70s the, math, movie. the math is easier for me.
6: Christmas story so, in 70s. Christmas I that remember. came out in
1: 1980. Oh, BCBS is happening. I see that label. All right, chug it. Uh that motherfucker. <laughs> so assuming that Christmas story came out in nineteen eighty and he was eight years old, I'm going younger.
6: Oh, it came out in 76. Do the
0: math old. on that. Chuck.
6: If it came out in eighty. Yeah, and we're in twenty twenty. What that number fifty? That would be fifty. So who would that make Forty eight. Okay. <laughs> what year is it? It's
4: twenty twenty.
6: This
0: listen, math, I can't do math at this point. Too many Still. jokes. All right. What's the uh what was your guess was younger. younger? I got Mo younger, Ming younger, Mike older, Todd older, PJ younger. Todd younger. No,
6: older. Older. I said way older.
0: Okay. I've got Mo Younger, Ming Younger, Mike, Todd, and PJ all older. I also said younger. No,
6: oh, Mike said God. younger. As I well. said
1: younger. Goodness gracious. I'm the only
5: God.
6: one that said older.
5: And you should no. be the youngest one here, There, PJ. No, there's somebody else that piggybacked on your older. And that person was Ming. <laughs> Gary McCray.
1: I'm going to restate. I'm going to restate. I did you
6: restate? say. I'm, I'm 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 gonna, gonna, all right. So me, and gonna, me and Ming are right, and you guys are wrong. Boo no. says, don't use. Mo Thematics. The Mo Thematics? <laughs> All right. Uh, the older,
0: younger target for Peter Billingsley was 50 years old. Yeah, he's 54. Peter Billingsley turned 49 yet. Oh, Younger. Oh, so Mo, Mike, and Todd got okay. yeah. it. Right, here's the last one, guys. Uh, Thank you for being corny there, Lou. <laughs> here's, here's the last one. There may be some of you in this room, higher, that have seen her boobs and felt bad about it. Never. Okay. No. Everyone's favorite Stark, Arya Stark. Oh, nice. Maisie oh Williams. My God. Wow, yeah. C- celebrated a birthday this week. A lot of you probably googled her age about a year ago this week. When just when to she make showed sure, and said, Is it okay for me to be looking at her boobs?
6: Um, well, it would be illegal if they showed her boobs and she was young, that's right. So, there's already a hint, but
0: here's the fact is she older or younger than 22? 22, Ooh. Maisie Williams, Aria Stark, older or younger than 22.
4: Damn Damn I'm going to ask
0: older. you, I'll try to, try to do this without looking at the things. Mike, what you say? Older. Mike saying
2: older. I'll go younger than 22. He says younger.
1: Uh, As in all things, I'm behind Mike. Uh, I'm going older.
6: Yeah, I'm okay. going older, but just a smidge. On no mean extra, tweets. No extra
1: points for that.
6: No extra points? <laughs> it's like six months I,
1: or a year.
0: No, on- we're down to you we yeah. got one younger, three olders.
3: Yeah, a mean tweet. Somebody says she looks like a young grandmother. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm thinking I'm thinking she's she's gotta be 23. I mean, she was a kid when she first broke in. She's gotta be a little older now. She's
6: she's 23, I, mean, ten, I think. So yeah, older just, or younger than 22? Older. older. Correct answer, Mo.
0: She could get Mo a fact. Mo older, Ming, younger. Mike, older. DJ, older. Todd, what'd you have?
5: Older. Older.
0: Okay. Maisie Williams turns today
6: 23. 23. 23. It's okay nice. to look at her Oh, Both. dang. Everybody got that one right except me. All right. Let's Most the it Most I was one of those people that looked up her age after that freaking thing. I was like, um, boobs. She, she can't be 16 or else I'm going to hell.
1: Four,
4: <laughs> one. Two, three, four, five, five,
1: five. one. Matt Pat Kaula jumping in with 21st birthday. B-I-R-H-T birthday. I don't know what that time means. 21st birthday. Birthday. birthday.
6: Okay. The birthday. birthday. Ming did great. Guys,
0: here's the results. Ming Ming did very, very well. He got four right. Okay. (laughs) Mo and Mike tied. They actually each got five right. Wow. PJ wow. eked them out with six right. Oh, and man. the reason we won't have a tiebreaker tonight uh, seven, is, huh? is because Todd had seven right. That's right. Yeah, uh, up up the for you guys, so <laughs> we'll have to wait till next year this week because we're not going to get to it. <laughs> uh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's when it's is Fucking
4: Peter, Peter Billingsley.
0: <laughs> point blank and Speaker's Corner oh. guest, Lou Bourdain, blowing it up.
1: All right. Yes, seriously. Is, is there any way you can put Nick Franco up on the screen there on his last uh, or second to last comment? It, I would appreciate that. Just he says,
0: of- input, output. God is <laughs> the man tonight. Input, output. Think <laughs> the is the man tonight. Shout out it to him. It's
6: more input.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, guys, it's time top Top three. three. All right. Our top three this week. I need to reload. I'll be right back. Crunchy snacks. We've done top three candy bars before. It went over bigly. Okay? But tonight, we did crunchy snacks, and, man, it went over even bigger. I did not know there were as many varieties of crunchy snacks out there. That was the Point Blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners came up with. And you guys came up with some
6: crazy shit. Yeah, Nick Franco getting my reference. (laughs)
0: Number Johnny Five
6: is alive. Now listen. Needs more
0: input. Yeah, good call there. Good call. <laughs> we um, we, we had quite a few votes. And
6: when you thought, total... what are you chugging next over there?
0: I'm not chugging anything. That <laughs> I am drinking <laughs> something. You know, we'll take this time while Mike is away. Okay, this is the 2018 vintage. I don't know if we can see that. The 2018
6: vintage of the Goose Island. Is that Bourbon a, County, Stout. thirteen three 3 or somewhere around?
0: Let's see. It's written on here somewhere. Um, I, I'm having a hard time reading details. Yeah. Of no, yeah, did, you buy that? That did you too? buy that on location? I did. Uh, Todd, while I'm looking for this, you can tell them about that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what's happening. Put on we your were,
1: spectacles so you we can were, read it. We were, there. we were in person at the place. Now, Johnny came out to visit... <laughs> uh he surprised me for my 44th birthday came out uh with his family the the lovely Suzanne and uh and those two kids whatever their names are <laughs> and uh those two squirts spent the weekend and we hit up uh we hit up Goose Island while we were here had a, or, oh, sorry nice. Yeah, we got a little uh, BCBS couple of uh couple of items that he took And home. I was
0: very surprised to find out when I came out that for all the time you've been living in Chicago you had never been out to Goose Island never been so and
6: Todd we- I just got a scholarship from the Siebel Institute of Technology, which is out there in Chicago.
1: Fantastic. Congratulations. It's not just any scholarship. PJ, what's that for?
6: Oh, it's for advanced Mm -hmm. brewing uh, theory. So um, uh, 270 head brewers uh, submitted their essays and their their want for the scholarship, and they picked me. No shit. Nice. Congratulations, buddy. I'm even more excited about uh, drinking what you, Mm -hmm. you come up
0: with after you come out of that program, yeah, or what yeah. you've already come up with before you end the program has been delicious.
6: So they I have a gorgeous for- state of the art facility there in Chicago. And uh, I talked to the CEO this morning. He's the one who called me to congratulate me that I won the scholarship. And uh, when I was talking to him, he said, look, after all of this blows over, uh, let's have you out here. We'll do a live from here. We'll, we'll have some fun and then maybe you could do a brew now that you have some new uh, education under your belt. And we'll see if uh, maybe you've learned a thing or two that you can apply.
0: PJ, as part of your application for this advanced <laughs> brewing science program at the Siebel Institute in Chicago, yeah, you had to write an essay. You already mentioned that. Did you yeah. have to provide any photographs of your beard? No, was but that, yeah, that... I,
6: I would have thought that I would have been pretty solid. But you know, you see some of the head brewers in the industry; they got some pretty burly beards. Yeah. So I don't even think mine would would finish top ten. It, it alcohol, may not be the prettiest, but bro. it's immaculately groomed. It it yeah. is. It's a sanitizer. For well, listen. You're sanitizer. using whiskey oil, oil. oil
0: as your beard oil, so there you go. That's right. Anyway, for those that did ask, DJ being among them, this is coming in at fourteen point seven percent. Oh,
6: seven. Okay. Wow. Fourteen 7. Which Which point seven. Fourteen. They Which all chart? have different different numbers based on uh, different batches.
0: That's correct. This was the twenty eighteen uh, um, uh, just in bourbon barrel. So this was yeah, not but the, one of the different
6: barrels. dates within twenty eighteen had different. ABV. Oh no, for sure. Matter of fact, that particular day when time and I went,
1: oh, oh Mo, just we had a wipe out
0: for Mo. Uh, that particular day, um, you had one hour and fifty nine minutes.
6: <laughs> Mo <went>. is out.
0: <laughs> we uh, I, we picked up. Uh, about 14 different variants that day that I brought home. Uh, so this is just one of a standard variant by 2018. But in any event, right. let's get to the top three, folks. Hold on, let me get uh, mine. Top quick. three this week was top three crunchy snacks. So uh, whether it's chips, pretzels, popcorn, whatever is your poison, you have to come up with a top three. So I want to
6: get a crunchy snack for the crunchy snack bit.
0: I think you should. But, Mo, we're going to start with you. Your top three. Before we get to the pan, point blank, yep. friends, right fans, viewers, and listeners, you tell us what your top three were. So my first
3: honorable mention is a pretzel. It's uh, Snyder's uh, mustard pretzel. These a are mustard. just the mustard ones. Yeah, they're just unreal. Great great to uh, nosh on, if you will, uh, during a sporting event. So my top three, starting at number three, Pringles sour cream and onion. Wow! Never, okay. never a Good broken pick. chip. Yeah. Good pick. Number two, not Cheetos, but Crunchy Cheese Doodles. The OG. They're very, very hard to find, but they're a lot better than uh, than Cheetos. Better jalapeno. Good job. Yep. Wise. And then, lastly, uh, Fiesta Mix from our from our guys at Uts. Wow! Uncle Frank will explosion. be very happy yeah, to hear that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah my
1: that's absolute a that's the kiss-ass call right there he's <laughs> <Just> looking <laughs> for points right
6: if anyone at uts is listening I, I could use one <laughs>
3: I, I could use a barrel or two <laughs> but yeah those are my uh top three i uh, don't expect, very, very- I, I really don't expect them to to land in the top five or so but you
0: know it's, a, it's my personal uh favorites well, listen. I, I also am a fan of the crunchy cheese doodles. I'm impressed that you picked it. If you didn't crack my top three. If I were to redo my honorable mentions right now, I'd add them, but that wouldn't be fair, so I won't do it. We'll move on to Ming Chen. Ming Chen's top three crunchy snacks.
2: All right, number three. There's a Michigan brand called Better Made, and if anyone's listening in Michigan right now, uh, they do a uh, they do a spicy variety of uh, it's a it's a local staple in Michigan called Better Made chips which um, I think I'm going to order. They have a thing where they'll send you, like, 50 little, like, the, the snack size bags for, like, okay. bucks. Uh, definitely grab a you said, you said they're based out of Chicago? Michigan. Michigan. They're called Oh, Better Michigan. Made. Okay, okay. They're, they're called Better Made. And uh, I got a couple of honorable mentions, Todd and Mo, um, for our Canadian friends. Um, I got to go with the ketchup chips from hmm. Canada. Strong. And uh, Mo, they have a they they have a cheese snack which is very much like Cheetos but better. They're called Crunchies. And okay. I had in Saskatchewan, a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Holy crap, these blow the uh, the American version away." I'd going to check it out. Yeah, they also have a uh, yeah Saskatchewan. Um, there's also a Canadian variety of chips called All Dressed, and it's like. Salt, vinegar, sour cream, and onion. It's like everything thrown into one. And why they don't have it down here is beyond me. Because so we have laws,
5: man. That's why. We have laws.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, number three, I got to go with the Pringles. Uh, sour cream and onion. I'm sure about the re- just the regular ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get. Oh my God, I didn't see that uh, thumbs down right there. You don't get the broken yeah. chips. He said Pringles. Yeah, pringles.
4: He
0: cream and onion. Yeah, I saw then he regular and he came back. Okay, he's Pringles.
2: Yeah, you get the tube. Your Stop. your arm might get stuck in it, like in clerks, reaching for the bottom. But it's worth it's worth it. it happens more than you think. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Kettle Brand cracked pepper and sea salt. Oh, it I got some
0: love today, man. I got some love from the fans.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, anytime I'm on a road trip, that's that's what I get at the at, at the rest area every time. And number one, uh, Andy Cap's hot fries. He's a he's a wife beater. He's a drunk, but <laughs> man, does he make a great hot fry? So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's my number one for sure. I had never
0: heard of this before yesterday. There were so many votes for this. Didn't crack our top three. Spoiler alert! We'll get to it in a minute. There there's fine. a significant amount of votes, and it's your number one overall. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Where did you get this? I haven't even
5: seen this. At, uh, where
2: haven't you been to a Wawa? It's All a right. blue bag. I, mean, I, I missed it. Okay,
5: it's I'm obvious. pretty
2: Sure, they're at every rest area like in existence. So in every convenience store.
0: You know, you know how like your eyes have been trained over time to ignore. The the ads on a web page. Sure. I must, be, I must be ignoring that
5: whenever I see it. I highly recommend it. What, you must hate drunken wife beaters. That's
2: probably Still
0: what out. it is.
5: Yeah, <laughs> drunken drunken wife Mike, beaters. Yes. Very good pick, Ming. Mike, you go ahead and give us yours. I have uh, three honorable mentions myself. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> All right, totally. We've gotten to you. You're done. Okay, you did. You 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 destroyed me. Taco flavored Doritos. Ooh. do you heard cool. Gotta love them, Cracker Jack, the original. Yep, the original. And number three, just because of the witch fingers, bugles. I I love the witch (laughs) fingers. You can just put them on your fingers and eat them. (laughs) Now for my top three: Snyder's sourdough, hard. Mm, Good one, Mike. Good job. Strong, strong. Gotta love it. Um, Number two is cheese waffies they're the Those cheese cheese waffles yes. Cheese waffy they're called cheese waffies cheese and you can only get them at linkcroft liquors back <laughs> time. my parents would go in there very infrequently but there would be a bag of cheese waffies oh. and that would shut me the hell up
1: oh uh, I it's on walmart.com
5: yeah i, mean, I saw that too
2: I, uh, I'm throwing them right here. Cheese- oh, now well, they are,
5: but back in the day. Back in the day. Got That's the original batch. Number one crunchy snack. Buttermilk flavored. Charles Chips potato chips. If you've never had their buttermilk ranch. Never. Charlie Chips. Oh, my God. You live in Little Silver. Go to yes. Sickles. It's there. I'll break quarantine tomorrow on your record, Mike. Thank you so much. You should. And your life will be changed forever, John. All right, Todd, before we get to your top three, Lou Bourdon's
0: doing everything he can to break you. So first, he's referencing a couple of our former Marvel co-workers, Two-Fisted Tom DeFalco and Lou Bourdon Luco, like George Perez. But then after that, he moves on to the Hunter All-Stars, Kenny, Harry, Dixon, Alexander. Trash can Mike Freeman, Braille Break, and of course, our great chemistry teacher, I reference this to the kids all the time, Doc Rubenstein. I don't think Doc's uh, uh, tuning in, and Doc's not even a candidate for older or younger. I'm pretty sure he'd be a candidate for the other game we played dead or alive. But Todd, you go ahead and give us your top three. Top three crunchy
1: snacks. Top three crunchy snacks. All right, a couple of mine have been mentioned, and I'm very excited about it. So I'm going to give first of all. I only have one honorable mention. I'm not a, as much of a degenerate as Mike Zapsik. You're slacking. Uh, You're slacking, brother. Just got one, and this is uh, this could crack my top three. Except it's kind of new to my to my stable. This is uh, I don't know if you guys have this out on the East Coast. This is a Midwest stable. This is Lily's Q. Is a barbecue joint from the South, Lily's Q. They make one of my favorite barbecue sauces. Is a hot and smoky barbecue sauce by Lily's Q. Look it up, get it in your get it in your cupboard. It's delicious, and Lily's Q makes a makes a chip. It's called the hot pepper vinegar kettle chip. I'll put a I'll put a link to this puppy. There's a lot right going on. on there. Okay, right in there. Hot hot pepper, and uh, I mean you get your salt and vinegar chips. This is a hot pepper salt and vinegar, and it is delightful. I uh, actually, as I was trying to figure out this list a couple hours ago, cracked open a brand new bag of these puppies and. Todd, uh, would got- you have
6: said delightful before your chug, or is that only like a post chug <laughs> word? <laughs> I think I
1: described a couple of movies as delightful last week, so that's uh, that's probably in my stable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, these these are it's good. I just had a few er- earlier today, and uh, highly recommend. So that's my honorable mention number three. Um, you guys just called out uh you know from a pretzel front I love a nice thick salty sourdough in the box so I think it was mike that 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 pulled that one out um I'll also give a, a side mention to Trader Joe's honey wheat pretzel sticks those are those are real good dip them in some hummus or just eat them on their own that's my number 3 is uh is a, is a combo thick sourdough or or trader joe's honey wheat number 2 I think Ming nailed this one as his number two, the uh, sea salt and black pepper kettle chips. You called it out as a, as a road trip staple. For me, it is a must for any poker game we do. For whatever reason, whenever we've gotten together for some Texas Hold'em, I have to have a bag of sea salt and black pepper kettle chips. And if I am in sight of them, I will eat the entire bag. Uh, that is, that's my number two. And number one, uh, I'm going old school. I got a bag of them behind me. Uh, it's Doritos. Old school nacho, or I love some spicy nacho. When I was a little kid, I could put down a bag of, coal, of Cool Ranch in in about ten minutes. But uh, I'm going, I'm going. Nacho is my current favorite. So there you go.
0: Are you being paid to say that by your Frito Lay overlords?
1: I am indeed. <laughs> shout out, shout out to uh, to Frito Lay North America. Love yeah. me some Doritos.
6: I love Frito-Lay right now. They were good to us today. So There you go. Well, listen,
0: PJ, you're up next, buddy. What's your
6: top three? All right. So I got one honorable mention. Um, It's those Uts cheddar um, puffs. Oh, they're called (laughs) a plastic urn? Oh, my God. You could eat like 150 of those at one sitting. Those things are great. Cheese balls. So those things are are killer. Those are my honorable mention. Um, But number three, I'm going with the Cheetos Crunchy Jalapeno Cheddar.
4: Ooh, so good.
6: I'm a jalapeno fan. I'm a spice fan. So that one finishes in my top three. Um, since I did your top three, I actually bumped these guys up to two because oh, wow. I had them the other night and I was just like rem- reminded about how they're just one of my favorites of all time. So it's Snyder's of Hanover, pretzel mm. pieces, mm-hmm. and it's their honey, mustard, and onion. My God, what? they are the Best combo of flavors ever. That's actually the one I
3: chose, but I mangled it. So yes, oh, I'm
6: right so there. Mangler right so the yes. strikes again. Yes. Snyders of Hanover, honey, yes. mustard, and onion pretzel pieces. So there's wow. little chunks, there's big chunks. There's just so much honey mustard. It's just and delicious. Onion yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. I could sign by Mo Youssef. Yes. Mo Mo supports me. I like Mo. Um, and number one by far and away, I could eat a whole bag of them, but I try not to, is the Ruffles Cheddar and Sour Cream. Oh, mm-hmm. good The call. best That's flavor. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best flavor of chip ever. And if I get a family bag, I'm eating the whole damn thing. Or if I get a small bag, I'm eating the whole thing. <laughs> what you I got to get the party whole.
4: size, the, whole okay, party the party
6: size, too. Yeah, just sit there with the hand in the bag until it's gone. And then I hate myself for the next couple of hours. But that is the we, best chip. On we the all planet. love you. All right, listen, I'll give you my top three real quick, and then we'll get to the fan vote, which is
0: what everyone's here for. My top three does come with a few uh, honorable mentions. Myself, you guys mentioned Us a few times tonight. Homer. And this one one made the list as well. Uncle Frank, he's a big fan of the Point Blank program. She's going to be very happy to hear how much Us was mentioned tonight. But I'm going to start with my Us Honey Wheat braided twists. Those okay, things are,
6: are addictive. Yeah, They're pretzel
0: twists. They come in that urn. I, I get way more through that plastic jar than I ever intend to at anyone's sitting. John, I'm dip them pull. in a wheat ale. Drink a wheat Ooh, ale wow. and dunk
6: them in a wheat ale. They, they get soft, they get delicious, and then you get the combo. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the pro tip here, PJ. Yeah, and
0: then I've got a couple of other honorable mentions that are just plain, regular Pringles. And munchos, all right. There are two things that I started when I was a kid. Uh, munchos, they take the potato chip and they just inject a whole bunch of air into them and puff them up. And then, uh, and then of course, Pringles. Uh, you know, you're trying to get to the bottom of the can. I am the guy who got his forearm uh, stuck in the can. So, uh, so I'm right there with you, Ming. Now my actual top three: kettle chip brand, salt and vinegar. That comes in at number three for me. Strong. Okay, matter of fact. Just by saying it, my mouth is watering. It has that <laughs> that, uh, that Pavlovian effect. And um, I just love that taste. Oh, my God. it's so good. The problem is I go for lunch. You get a sandwich at the deli. You grab one of those bags. And I'm halfway to register. I'm like, one bag's not enough. And then I go back and I always <laughs> grab the
4: second bag. And
6: that's that's so called so the Fat I, Kid Shuffle. You, head to, the, you head to look, the thing and you go, I got to go back for one more.
1: That's why I look like this. Okay. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the uh, Bunny Deli Runch Crumb. <laughs> my number two.
6: Uh it,
0: It's 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 had a few mentions tonight. It's classic original nacho cheese flavored Doritos. Yeah, That's I mean, my number two.
6: reliable. Those you, things you, are all reliable.
0: It, I, I would say you can't beat them. I do have something in number one, so I guess technically it's beatable. You can beat but, them. But for me, it's like really the epitome of what exactly I'm looking for when I'm in the crunchy – Snack phase, and my number one is something that was added to my repertoire just five years ago, so relatively recent in my long life, and it's from Wise, and it's cheese doodle brand, but it's their white cheddar cheese doodles. Yeah, okay, my wife taste loves those exactly things
4: exactly
0: the same as normal cheese doodles, but they no orange residue. <laughs> okay, I absolutely love that. That's Wise white cheddar cheese doodles. We've all said it. I'll sit down, I'll eat a bag and that'll be there. But now those are called the
6: white privilege cheese doodles. Right.
0: (laughs) Okay. So now we're going to get to uh, some, some results here from you, the point blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners. Uh, We put the top three out there in the days before leading up to our point blank recording every Wednesday night. And, uh, and we put it on John's page. We put it on the point blank page. We put it on the Instagram page. We put it in a number of groups. We put it in PJ's Essential Guide Talk group. We put it in a whole bunch of different groups. And we add all those results together. Now, normally, this is the work of John Ross, the intern, to tabulate all of these. Uh, but this week, and this week only, we had a special guest tabulator. And her name is none other than the lovely Suzanne. Wow. Uh, John Ross got tired of four weeks, uh, 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 you know, cooped up quarantine, and him and his girlfriend Lucy jailbroken and who knows where they are right now, violating every one of Governor Murphy's rules, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I looked outside, uh, who knows? But so instead, lovely Suzanne had to step up to the plate. We showed her how the Excel template works. So say you're
6: from Lakewood, you get to do whatever you want.
0: That's that's it, man. So, so we uh, she, she stepped in, she filled it in admirably. Uh, she she put the initial results from Facebook. We added in a couple of the other results that we had, and we get a total of three hundred and thirty six votes. Very wow. respectable. That's not Record one. setting, but very respectable for sure. What was your highest amount for a week? Uh, I think what was, was either the was it the Stallone one or the Schwarzenegger one? I think it was Schwarzenegger. Four hundreds. No, no, we had two that were over six hundred. Oh, nice! Well, it was, it was actually both of those two were over six hundred. I just don't remember which was higher. Would you say, Todd? I think it was Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger top three Schwarzenegger films might have been the record breaker. Nice. Um,
1: and then and then uh, Stallone came in very close. We'll, we'll ask we'll ask Sue to go back, listen to uh, the the last you know ten episodes, and retabulate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, only, it's, fair. Only fair. it's we only need a hundred percent certainty. Yeah. yeah,
6: John, do you remember the Mitch Hedberg skit where he's talking about Pringles? It might be one of the funniest like Remind away. me because it's, Mitch
0: Hedberg one of my favorite comedians so Of all time
6: He goes I think the owner of Pringles Was just a real laid back guy And uh, he got All these tubes that he wanted To fill and originally he was Going to fill them with tennis balls But then on the day that the Tennis balls were supposed to show up Potato showed up and he was Like fuck it Cut them up <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? Listen, That's his whole joke. This guy was a fucking
0: genius, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually did very well on uh, on top three stand-up comedians and Mitch Hedberg place although the number one there Dave Chappelle. You know, the number one wasn't Dave Chappelle, Carlow. still to date, the, the only one prior to last week where first place was more than second and third put together, really? and it was George George Carlin ran wow. away with it. My Not personal crazy. friend, George Carlin,
6: ran away. Uh, but let's get to what the fan set. There's okay? Peter Riario. He says, an escalator can never break. It, it can only become stairs. You should never see an escalator temporarily out of order sign. It should just be escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience.
1: <laughs> My wife's favorite joke. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, All
0: right. So, Let's get to what are the top three from the fans. We'll do a few, few countdowns on our way down from the top three. So we'll say we had a tie there. We had a tie there. So we'll only go. We'll say coming in at fifth place. Fifth place with six votes apiece. What? Ruffles. Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips. Kettle Cook brand potato chips, no yep. flavor variety. Chex Mix, Ooh. original Cracker Jack, okay, Cheez-Its, and Hot Cheetos. They all came in at six votes apiece, good for fifth place. Wow. Coming in. So people were place. all
6: over the board with this. They obviously gave a ton. But of I
0: think, PJ, that, that first one there, that ruffle sour cream and cheddar, was that one of yours? Yeah, man. Number and one. Mike, of course, had Cracker Jack. Nobody said cheese. It's here, but uh, the.
5: Uh, it's a pretty wide. The number, the, uh, out the, there, John.
0: Yeah,
5: the checks. <laughs> checks mix, mix. I mean, yeah, yeah, don't a, sleep on checks mix.
0: Todd and one. Lou. I know Lou's there. Good friend Seth Ruderman had her vote for checks mix. Okay, coming in with nine votes apiece for fourth place, just outside the top three. We have classic cheese doodles. kettle brand. Salt and pepper chips, so slightly different from what you guys were saying. You guys said, like, pepper or something, right? What would you say? Cracked Crack pepper. Cracked pepper, pepper. pepper. Okay, apparently they have a salt and pepper version. I didn't even know that it existed. It's and then also chip. Cape Cod brand potato chips. Yeah, Nine votes for Cape Cod. Coming in a fourth place
5: just outside the top three. That's Coming the board in of directors of Cape Cod potato chips. What's that, Mike? I said it was the board of directors for Cape Cod potato chips. <laughs>
0: The entirety of the vote. Yeah. coming in now, the top three proper third place with 12 votes apiece. Some wacky stuff here, guys. Like stuff wacky and
6: mundane at the same time. I've got jalapeno flavor kettle chips. Damn all oh, they're the best. They're okay. so good. I forgot about them. They're so good. Okay. Lay's and kettle. Then, Lay's kettle. This is gonna
0: sound um, familiar to PJ. And it's going to sound familiar through a mangled prism for Mo. It's the Snyder's Honey Mustard and Onion Pretzel. They are onion. fantastic.
5: Love those. So, I'm happy.
0: so they came in, in third place, guys. Shit. But tied with them are two of the most generic votes we could have ever received. Saltines. <laughs> tortilla chips.
6: Just bland. Just old tortilla pork, chips. Tortillas.
0: And wait. And popcorn. Texas. Oh, Pop- nice.
6: Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. Number one, oh, potato.
0: I don't even chip. like bon Ton popcorn. Just <laughs> I love popcorn. a potato popcorn. chip.
1: Potato <laughs> chips. Are number
0: one. Okay, coming in at number two.
1: In Doritos
0: at number two. with fifteen Doritos. votes apiece. No, my Doritos are not at number two. No quarter. However, a couple other name brands are both well, Fritos
6: and Cheetos. They rhyme, guys. Nice. Fritos
0: and cheetos both owned by frito-lay
6: so frito-lay is very happy
0: i mean they're they're cleaning up tonight i don't know what this means for them but we're very happy it means oh, good, good sales good sales for good them thanks 15 votes apiece fritos i can visualize i'm trying to uh oh, cheetos of course sorry cheetos, the cheetos crunchy or cheetos puffs you know what it's just an aggregate uh we had to put uh, the votes together there hot, oh, hot very, different. Very, very different very different
1: youth today hot cheetos
0: Hot, Hot uh, Cheetos flame and so Hot Cheaters is a separate category. Hot Cheetos got three votes of its own. That's not included. With okay. Coming in at number one. And this Fritos. is pretty close vote. got 18 votes. Anyone want to guess? Fritos. Doritos. Doritos, nachos. Doritos,
2: yeah. Doritos. Interesting.
0: I guess Fritos
3: with a with a little bit of sour cream and uh, well, Fritos should <laughs> be number
6: two. So Fritos Frito.
0: also be number one.
3: It's Fritos Frito
6: scooped in sour cream and onion dip right. with a little bit of honey exactly. on, yeah. on. Scooping <laughs> it's a variation,
0: Fritos, man. Come Fritos. on, scooping. Okay. <laughs> the number one overall with eighteen votes, just eking out the number twos with fifteen votes apiece. It was my number two. Regular nacho flavored Doritos. Doritos. DJ yeah. and Ming called it. There you go. Todd has his arms up for some reason, also. That was my number
3: They're part of the Frito Lay family. That was my
6: number one. Frito Lay just completely sweeped this uh oh, yeah, this whole did. top. So you five. know, uh, you got the
0: otzes, the wises of the world, the Cape Cods. They're in the outskirts, but Frito Lay, due to the, due to the the, the massive advertising spend put forward by those people like Todd uh, came, in, came in at number one. All right, guys, we have to make a call here. It's a tough call. And I know there's going to be people that are disappointed. Two hours and
1: 24 minutes. There's going to be a, people that are very call. relieved. Not a tough You're call. You're
0: not going to be able to get to combat trivia tonight. It just can't happen. It's, just, it's impossible. Unless we're
6: prepared to go, we're at no point blank four run before Four hour run. <laughs> 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 Todd's so we, only got to be up at eight. We got plenty of time. What does anyone have
1: to do? What there's no
6: social
0: media files of the week. Dude, so, I'm in my dungeon. I'm not no allowed to be the rest
6: of the house. I'm, I I'm will in remind, the
0: however, I will remind our fans And next week we'll make combat trivia a priority. And it was you, the point blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners. Who selected our topics? Never been happened. Never, never happened before. Never been done before. But then been that means time. I won't
6: compete. I won't Restart. get to compete next week. I, P.J., I you, you
1: you call in for combat trivia, okay? <laughs> and and to remind everyone of the topics. Can I have P.J. on my team? Is that yeah, is possible? <laughs> I'll that? be your I'll be your dial a friend. I love it. What do you but, know? Look at right? look at the, look at the I'll, be, I'll
6: be eating nacho Doritos the whole show.
0: All right, so Ming is doing Empire Strikes Back. Mo is doing U.S. Presidents. John, myself, is doing Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Todd is doing A cartoons. Cartoons? <laughs> I definitely and, want to be on Todd's team. It's, it's, <laughs> and Mike <laughs> is doing The Twilight Zone. All right, Mike is in the lead right now and uh, on, on the strength of some of his previous amazing performances. So, uh, so we're going to need an extra week to come up with some tough questions for him, apparently. I have a very, very good three point. But we'll talk about that next week. So, guys, we're going to transition right into point blank picks and take our way out of here. So, I'm sorry, not point blank picks, yeah. parting shots. <laughs> parting shots, your opportunity. Anything off your chart? You have you guys anything seen you Rob want Church? to talk about? Anything you want to promote?
5: Anything you want to talk about again? So, Mike, you're going to be up your parting shot first, Mike Jobson. Boys. And the fans out there, thank you so much for keeping me sane during the quarantine. Uh, I get out every once in a while. But this is – I look forward to every Wednesday. I said it last week. I'm saying it this week again. You guys
2: keep me sane. So thank you. Thank you, Michael.
0: Ming, it's your least, party shot. Uh, if
2: you want to have as much fun as all six of us did tonight, go to com. We'll get you set up. You can podcast from the comfort of your own home until this is all over. And you can literally have as much fun as we did. Also, if you want these snazzy hats that me and Mo Youssef are rocking, uh, go to ashareduniverse.com. Uh, they're also up on eBay, and uh, they'll uh, if you want us to sign them, we'll sign them, but we'll ship them to you right away. They are one of a kind; nobody else is selling them, and uh, they look pretty good. So, my law. Wa- yeah, look at me and Mo. We look pretty awesome. So, and uh, yeah, I, I don't mess around with hats. Hats are very important, especially now that I can't get my hair cut. So. <laughs> Um, check those out. Cool. Come on over, Ming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, <laughs> take know. care of that. Hey, Mo, since uh, since uh, uh, Ming gave you a shout out there, uh, go ahead and give us your parting shot, my friend. All right, it's uh,
3: always always wonderful to uh, to podcast with you guys, especially having uh, PJ here, uh, our special guest. And uh, I'll say this: the the comment board is just lighting up, and, and it's just absolutely <laughs> hysterical. You know. So uh, just just keep it coming. And everybody uh, just stay in
0: uh, good health. All right? Thank you, Mo. Thank you. Same to you as well. PJ, your parting shot, my friend.
6: So first of all, thank you for letting me be a part of it. Um, Essential Guy Talk was a blast on a shared universe for the last year. So I'm definitely craving more of this entertainment and especially being quarantined. I've just missed being able to entertain people. So thank you for letting me do that. Um, I've been an, an essential employee for a, over a decade since before, <laughs> before it, was cool, was trendy. Yeah. it was, it was, it was cool for me, but it wasn't cool for all the rest of you until now we need those essential employees. And, uh, if you want to donate to people that are doing good things, please go to chef, uh, LoseArmy.com and, uh, just donate 12 bucks, 24 bucks, 36 bucks, whatever you can do. Really appreciate it. Anything you do is uh good for those healthcare workers. So thank you.
0: Great cause, PJ. Uh, and, and by the way, um, you know we had you on Point Blank before Essential Guy Talk even became part of the Shared Universe yeah, family.
6: Yeah, that and was then, what uh,
0: introduced us to a Shared Universe. That's right, that's right. And then obviously you had a good run here. You guys are 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 transitioning. You're doing a couple of different things. We're gonna bring you back in a in a in you know a, a few weeks, few months. We'll figure out the right time to talk about some of those new projects. Yeah, that, sure. uh, that maybe have been put on hold because of the quarantine, but maybe they'll be. Uh, so, Lewis, be in-
6: it's Chef Lou, L O U. Chef Lou's <laughs> army. I think he's. Yeah, L- down down is- ah, you, Lou Borgon is. He might be a few chugs L-O-U. in himself. PJ, the hipster essential employee. Really? Hipster? Come on now. I, I, do Come on. I do not scream hipster. I do not scream hipster.
1: You are pretty hip though. No, I've never been called part, hipster in my life. Parting shot, my friend. Parting shot. Well, first off, I want to say PJ, thanks for joining us, my man. It was great to have you. It's been a pleasure. Uh we had a lot of fun. I I, I did not get a chance to call out my, my latest beer, so I'm gonna do that real quick. This is uh I had a couple of weeks ago something from Untitled Art that was sent to me via Tavor.com. They're this awesome. is awesome. Another untitled art uh, delight, this was, um, what do we got there? The peanut butter cup stout. So a couple weeks ago, I had the macadamia white chocolate. This one's peanut butter cup stout. It is, as described, a Reese's peanut butter cup in a beer. I mean, it is delightful on the nose and on the palate. Um, Really highly recommend. Uh, We're clocking in at, what, uh, 12% ABV. So thank you for not making me chug that one on the back of this of this monster
4: <laughs> uh,
1: but the uh, let me that, go get my helmet really we're gonna chug one more well we'll do, we'll do that on the end <laughs> and uh i want to just uh, just call out to my friend nick franco in the comments referring to me at one point as uh as, as i forget what he says but no not wearing a hat i i just gotta
6: oh yeah do a little do a little i should go get, get my ross hat and, and complete the trio that's it. You got go. it, man.
1: Little Ross Brewing. So cheers. Good to see you guys. Shout out to all of the essential workers keeping us safely in quarantine. Thank you for everything you guys are doing. And essential guy talk. Get on uh, on, on Captain Lou Albano's army. What, what, I forget what the, <laughs> what the email was. But do that. That's even cooler.
5: It. Get on Captain Lou Albano's army.
1: There you go. So, uh, uh, thanks so much. Now we're six
5: tractors away from being the farm report.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I get to my parting shot, um, uh, lovely Suzanne is asking, "Find out what what what, what Lou Lou Bourdon is drinking tonight." Well, if Lou is anything like uh, we remember him, uh, Lou, Lou went to high school with Todd and I. He was uh, he was on the point blank and and. Um, in, in pre, you know, forerunner to that speakers' corner television program with Mo and I, uh, and Lou moved out to California before it was trendy, and uh, but that Lou never drank, so I don't know if he's in the Mo and my category of a non-drinker. I would assume that's the case. He also says he's an essential worker at FedEx. He can't drink on duty, but he can watch podcasts on duty. And <laughs> nice. podcasts so, uh, so that's good to hear. Here's my party shot. It wasn't worthy of a point blank pick. But upon hearing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7 is coming back, uh, and it's going to be set in the 40s, and it's going to have some crossover with some characters with the short-lived two-season series Agent Carter, uh, I remember that I had only ever seen Season 1 of Agent Carter. But today I binge-watched all of Season 2 of Agent Carter. And here's what I can say about Season 2, Season 1, and all their appearances of Agent Carter. Um, Haley yeah, Atwell is a goddamn. Stop! Oh, oh my
1: God, guys, stop!
4: <laughs> stop it! There's a
1: there's a better stop. than fifty percent chance your wife is listening.
4: <laughs> Kelly
0: Adwell is one of the most perfect creations God has ever made, and I think <laughs> each of you should get Disney Plus and watch these two seasons, over and over and over. So Disney gets the message. Bring. Her back, guess what? He only chucked me in. Captain America, I'm gonna go back in time and turn old too, just for her. It's worth it, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Is my starting shot
1: using your time, using your time well.
0: Uh, I want to thank you all. I want to thank all of the point blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners for voting in top three, for tuning in tonight, for tuning in every Wednesday night at 8.30. For those of you who can't make it at 8.30, for those of you who are listening right now on SoundCloud or iTunes through the Asher Universe portal, we want to thank you for downloading or streaming our episodes. Uh, They're usually available a day or two after we record live. I want to thank Mike and Ming for being, as always, the consummate hosts. I want to thank PJ Wendell, the 21 Lots Brewing, Central Guide Talk, and other projects to be spoken about later for dropping in as our guest during this quarantine. Mo, Todd, thank you for doing what you guys do, as always. And, and finally, I want to thank the lovely Suzanne for pitching in tonight and doing double duty and, and, and taking
6: John Ross, the intern's job, and doing a great job.
0: Everyone take care. Stay safe.
6: John, I saw something that I just have to say really quickly. Big, Marlo- Big Barlow gave away free hot dogs to the kids today, and had like uh, 1,500 come through Big Barlow's barbecue today. Wow! He's, he's doing it again tomorrow. So 12 to 4 at Big Barlow's barbecue in Barnegat. I guess I could drive to Barnegat. I mean, yeah, giving I mean, away free. Well, you you're gonna want to because he's giving I'll away free it. hot dogs for the kids, but he's doing uh, black six brisket. So he's doing his brisket and selling it until it sells out um, tomorrow yeah. since he's going to be there. So if you can, PJ, what, did he, what, what did he make that time? It
0: was like a, a candied bacon. It was, yeah, like, he uh, did a bacon. He called it pork candy. Pork candy. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, take my word for it, please. Okay. Anyway, thank you, everyone. <laughs> be safe. Keep your distance. Stay inside. All kidding us, I Stay inside. We're almost there,
6: folks. Wash We're your hands there. and wash your ass. <laughs> Take Take care. care, Brush your hair. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for having me. See you guys. Bye-bye. Give a shot in the back.